So it's funny. My my uh, social media name is the real Ati. Yeah. So I, I have two younger brothers. Okay. And they go by Ati too. So they're the fake Ati. <laughs> the other real Ati. What are they? So, so <laughs> my my dad. Bro, we're here. I'm here with the real Ati. Yes. Yeah, man. What's your real name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. Last oh. name Ati Mua. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, where are you from, man? So from Ever Beach. Yeah. Yeah. How long you lived there? You you uh, we talked before the show, but you you didn't grow up there. You grew up uh, traveling all over the place, military. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a military brat. So I was born in uh, Fort Lewis, Washington. That's where that was my dad's first duty station, and then uh, I was raised in Germany, pretty much. So spent like eight years in Germany, and then went to Samoa. Then after Samoa, came here to Hawaii, and then. Been here since. Oh, how long you live in Samoa? I didn't know that. Uh, it was uh, Samoa was off and on. So I said maybe about three to four years. Mm. I've been in American Samoa. So what village your family from? My dad's from Sailele, and then my mom's from Aunu. Dang, yeah. I asked that like I know because I've only been there a few times. Yeah. I, I have no idea. <laughs> so they're 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 way back in the Goonies on the east side. Oh yeah, so east side. But Amangave. No, no, no. Amangave, I think Amangave is more on the west side. Oh, that's the west. Okay. That, yeah, so, so the east side, side is, by... is like where uh, Fangaikua and yeah, all that. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So my mom's village, you actually got to take a boat across to go to her village. Oh, for real? And then my dad's village is way on the other side of the mountain. So dang, I never been. I never, I never. Yeah, it's been there. way a mile back. Like yeah. Way in the back. Yeah. Dang, man. So you grew <laughs> up there. And then um, when did you move to Hawaii? Uh, my dad retired in 94. And then he moved here in 95, and then we've been here since. Yeah. yeah. Was that weird for you, being military and then just jumping back into Hawaii? Yeah, actually, that was our first time being here in Hawaii. Um, my dad tried so many times to try to get stationed here. But coming here to Hawaii, it, it was it was different because uh, I wasn't raised around a lot of Samoans growing up. So I was always around, you know, like white, black kids, mixed uh, Mexicans. But coming here and then experiencing that the difference between, you know, being around Samoans, more of your culture, it, it was kind of a, a little shock for me. But um, eventually I grew into it. it you, you know, funny thing, when I first came here to Hawaii, my first night here in Hawaii, I got mobbed. For real? Yeah. <laughs> so me, me and my cousin, we went to uh, um, the gym by Camp 4. And after the gym, we was walking home. We just happened to stumble upon uh, a bunch of Camp 4 guys drinking in the back of the elementary school. Yeah. And one thing led to another. And next thing I knew, we was getting mobbed by these guys. I my I don't know where my cousin went. I'm not going to say his name, but I don't know where he went. He took off. <laughs> was he fast? Uh, he was fast. Because when I looked, he was gone. And I was just getting mobbed. And then when he came back, he said he ran to the police station. Because the police help station. You out. I just want to yeah. help you out. Yes. Yeah, so- <laughs> So when he came back, everything was said and done. But that that was my first uh, like welcome into Hawaii. Hey man, and yeah. was it Samoan people? It was Samoan people. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. So you know that that's one thing I'll never forget about coming to Hawaii. But Hawaii is <laughs> home now. So you know, I know it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. My my first week at Waipahu, I got mobbed <laughs> by a bunch of Samoan people. Bro. That's that's what I mean. I, just I, just by just Samoan people. That's why it, it was a shock for me. Like you know, in, in Germany. Or, or wherever I was at, you know, that wouldn't happen. But yeah. coming here to a that that's when I realized, like, you know, like getting into fights and all that. But, you know. What was it though? You said what's up to them or something? 
No, I, I just walked by because you know when guys are drinking, mm-hmm. you know that I guess that adrenaline to want to start something and fight somebody. Yeah, they just happen to see us walking by and just wanted to start something. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, but you know <laughs> they call us the happy people, for, right? They don't call us the happy yeah. people for nothing. Yeah, so bro, that happened to me too. Uh, I when I got when I got my I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> I said what's up, Boof. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I was like, bro, it's super unnecessary. Bro. What? I, 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 I don't know. Maybe if I would have said hi, I don't know if it would have been a, a different story. But, you know, we were just minding our own business, just walking by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, crazy, man. Welcome to Hawaii. Right? Welcome with a Budweiser can to my head. That was the first time. <laughs> yeah. But oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that is yeah. crazy. Man, so so you, you come back to Hawaii, and um, but you speak Samoan and everything. So well, so you were, you were speaking Samoan... Like that? Well, actually, English is our first language. Okay. Um, I started learning Samoan when my we went to Samoa, because that that time my dad got stationed in Korea. Yeah. For years, so he he left us in Samoa with uh, our grandparents, and we we just started picking up the language. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Yeah, that's basically what everybody spoke. So we just started speaking. Yeah. You know. Because I understand, like what what I was saying was I I uh, I grew up around Samoans, but I just I don't understand. Like my parents speak Samoan, they're fluent. Yeah. A lot of my cousins are fluent, and I just never picked it up. Right, but right. probably laziness. I don't know. It, it, I mean, at, at first learning the language, it, it, it's hard. You know, even even till now, I can speak the language, but I can't speak it. Speak it mm. to where I can hold a conversation with an actual Samoan speaking person. But I, I speak enough to get by. You know, but yeah, they probably consider me still being a plastic Samoan. Mm. That's but, what I get called every day. I right? follow, yeah. Follow. <laughs> I go, I go, I take pizzas to the kids. I right. hang out with the kids, support them, pray for them how I can, and they call me plastic. Right. <laughs> I, I, I get the same thing. I get the same thing, man. So. Man, I'm just trying to be a friend. Right. <laughs> man, yo, well, that's cool, though. I, I, I appreciate that. Like, uh, um, I got a younger sister. We're 19 years apart. But I, but I see my parents being more intentional with her, just trying to teach her, because, like, we were just busy playing sports and doing yeah. school, and we never really prioritized... Um, learning the language, but I think it's special to learn a language. You know, it is. Like, I, I I think it's really cool. There's concepts that you can understand in right. the language that's communicated. You know, yep. Yep. but I think it, what also makes it hard though is Samoans. They they aren't like like when I go to Philippines, I go on mission trips or something like that, or uh-huh. go to Japan or Vietnam. When I speak the language and I mess up, dude, they're like, oh man, they're just so excited for you when you mess right. up. Like, hey, good job trying. Right. Samoans like, bro, you embarrassment to that's your a roasting race. session. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm more disappointed that you tried, you know? Right? It, 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 instead of saying, oh, you tried. Good job. You know, giving... Yeah. No, no. That's a roasting session. Oh, right yeah, there. man. That's how... Yeah, that's they go thing. off on you. Yeah. They're, you know, the thing about our culture, when they joke around, they joke around. You know what I mean? They they don't beat beat around the bush. They get straight to it and yeah, just yeah, start yeah. roasting you. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, unfortunately, that's how it is sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how... It, that, that That is how it is. I feel like that's a... It's compounded in Hawaii because Hawaii is like that too. Yeah. <laughs> in general <laughs> right compared to when i go other places but but it's good i like it out here yeah so you adjusted pretty quickly yeah i did i did um it, it took a while to get used to staying out here in hawaii because we lived out in kali for a long time mm. um so we pre we, i i say we stayed everywhere around kali and then um you know it, it took me a while to grow into kali and then after that when my dad got involved in church um, we eventually moved out to Ever Beach and then just been in Ever Beach since. Yeah. Yeah. So, so your dad got involved in church. Were, 
And you went to Radford, though, from yeah. Neville Beach? Yeah, I went to Radford. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I lived out in AMR for a little bit. Oh, for real? Yeah, so um, my mom's brother was stationed in Shafter, and he lived out in AMR. So that's why I went to Radford. It was either Radford or Moanalua. So eventually I went to Radford because my mom's an alumni from there. Mm. Yeah, so that's how I ended up going to Radford. Yeah, you like yeah. it there? Yeah, Radford was good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was good. Yeah. It reminded me, because it is a military school. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of military kids that I could relate to. And then um, there was also a lot of Samoan kids. But then, you know, I, I really related to that school. So I felt comfortable going to Radford. Yeah. Because I feel like that was an environment that I'm used to. Yeah. Like I said, so. So at our church, we got a lot of military kids too. Oh, okay. Man, I give those kids props because they, they're, they're used to like being in one area yeah. for a few years and then just up and leaving. Right. Making new friends. Yeah, making new friends. Yeah. But what I noticed is when they come in, because they're used to, I only got three years to make friends. Right. They jump right in. And a lot of local kids, they don't understand that. They're like, yeah. oh, why are you so pushy? Right. I'm like, bro, they got three years to make some friends. They got three years to be involved. And so they exactly. get involved really quickly. Yeah. But a lot of times, like the local kids, they don't understand that, you know? Yeah. They don't understand like the hardship. A lot of the kids, they get close and then, man, they got to leave. And, bro, they're sad, you know? Exactly. I, I went to three different high schools. Dang. Yeah. So Germany, I went, so uh, my freshman, sophomore, I went to Germany. My junior year, I went to American Samoa. And then my senior year, I went to, Re- so I didn't, I, I, I didn't get a chance to really enjoy my senior year because it was just my one year at Radford. Yeah. So... You know, if you were to ask me questions about how my senior year was, I I couldn't really tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, a lot of kids had that. They were fortunate enough to go to f- all four years at one high school. A lot of military kids, I don't really think they get that chance because mm-hmm. they're, they're always moving, like mm-hmm. you said. And it, it, it's tough because me, I, I was a really shy kid growing up. If you were to ask any of my family and friends that know me and they see me now coming out of my shell... They wouldn't believe what they're looking at right now. Like, oh, that's Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy was so shy. You know, he he'll hide away from public stuff. You know, but now it's like I feel more out of my shell now that you know. Cause and when I think about it, it's because growing up as a military kid, you know, like you said, it was tough moving every three years and having to make new friends. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, if you would ask me about my senior year, I remember my friends and stuff. But that's Probably all I could say is yeah, yeah. So did you do We Are Samoa? No. Did you do that? You didn't participate. They, they asked me to, but oh, I heard Radford's legit. They bro. are, yeah. That's what They're I heard. a powerhouse when it comes to that We Are the Samoa. That's what I heard. Yeah. So no, nah, unfortunately, because that time I, I I didn't really I had two left foots, man. I couldn't dance. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't dance, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Even till now, you know, yeah. I try, but it, it's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we could we could test yeah. that. We don't want to. We don't want to do a dance off right now. Right, <laughs> no. you'll probably win. No, I yeah. probably won't. No, I can't dance, bro. Man, I can run in a straight line though. Yeah, actually, you know what? At this side, I can't run right now. No, I can't. I can't. I can't run. Right. Oh man. So what? What did you do after after Radford, man? Like you, you let you. Did you go away to college and? Yeah. So after Radford, um, I, you played football there. No, I didn't play football. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Radford, I only played basketball at Radford. For real? Yeah. So. Hey, hey, so you traveled, right? Yeah. You traveled, so you were in Europe. Yeah. You probably was in the States a little bit? Yeah, we were in Texas and Georgia, okay. yeah. And you played basketball out there? Yeah. So when you came Hawaii, it was... Uh, yeah, it was wasn't different. that bad, right? It, was, it wasn't bad. I mean, there's some competition here, yeah. but they're they're just not, you know, the height-wise. Yeah. Yeah, but in the mainland, like, yeah. Yeah. 
They're, you're amongst giants, man. bro. I was, so I played. Uh, I went to a little school in Indiana, and um, playing pickup basketball in Hawaii doesn't it doesn't prepare <laughs> you. It doesn't prepare you for playing pickup basketball in the mainland. Cause I went there and I was like, they're like, what do you play? I was like, hey bro, I'll jump in. Oh, what do you play? I was like, oh, post. They're like, what? <laughs> no, nah, you ain't a post, bro. You're five nine. Yeah, you're a guard. Yeah, yeah you're a guard. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? They're like, yeah, you just dribble, pass, shoot. I was like, I can't do any of that. I right. can't work hard and rebound. They're like, nah, you ain't playing. <laughs> you can't, can't, can't get that's on the true. court, bro. I couldn't get on the court. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless you can dribble and you fast. Yeah. If you didn't got that height, you know, especially as a postman. Yeah, bro. That's all because yeah. in Hawaii, bro, you just play against everybody else yeah. is five nine. You know, Pretty much. the tallest guy's five ten. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, I can take that guy. Right. Man. Okay, so you played, and then uh right after that, you went to college in uh, uh Stockton. Stockton. Yeah. How was that? It it was good. You know, I went to Delta College. Um, that time, like, like I said, it, not that many Samoans mm-hmm. in Stockton. But when you do see a Samoan, you already knew they were either there to play football or their family moved down from the Bay Area or something. Yeah. But uh, a- after there, um, I met my wife. And then that's what eventually brought me back to Hawaii. Um, if, if I probably didn't meet my wife, I probably didn't have came back to Hawaii. You know, unless something happened with my parents. My parents were still here. They were still here? Okay. Yeah. And your dad was in the church already? Yeah. Dad was already, he already um, planted a, a church, uh, became a full-time pastor. Where was that at? Uh, Ever Beach, Church of God. Oh, sick. Yeah. So Bishop Baeto Atimua. So when he planted a church, you know, till now he's still a pastor. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, came back and just been in Hawaii since. Yeah. Yeah. Did you start, because um, you... Uh, when did you start social media? Did you start right away? When, no, no. I, I actually, back in 2014, that was the time Vine was coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the seven second videos. Yep, yep. But, you know, I, I, at the time, uh, Laughing Samoans was out. You know, That's right. Tofinga. Bro, when you had to go buy a uh, yeah, videotape and the stuff. The DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, after watching um, Tofinga and, and, and the Laughing Samoans, you know, I, I, I loved it. Yeah. You know? And I, I love joking around and, 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 you know, acting a fool in front of families and friends. And then um, I, I, I saw this one, uh, a couple of Samoan content creators like Fui from uh, New Zealand, Hayes Denden, and then a local guy here, uh, Russell Sartelli. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, Russell, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I saw Russell doing videos on Vine and, and man, it... It just blew my mind. Like it, it, it's it's funny. Like how a guy, if you can make somebody laugh within that seven seconds, yeah, that punchline at the end is what you know gets all the audience. Yeah, and then you know me watching, I was telling my wife, man, I can do this. I can do this kind of content. You know, something that relates to us Samoans. Yeah, growing up. So I I just started doing videos where um, us Samoans that can relate to growing up as a Samoan kid. In a household, mainly, mainly a lot of my videos are like dad and son skits. Yeah, because you know dealing with our dads growing up. So, I I, I do a lot of videos that uh, us polys can relate to growing yeah. up, and what whatever's trending Samoan wise, you know that's what I do. But you know I, I've been doing it since then, and that's crazy. I, I, yeah, man. I guess it just caught. Yeah. On and so there. like, when did you feel like you started coming out of your shadow? Because you said you were kind of shy growing up. Yeah, it it's actually from just doing those videos. So. Oh, you saw those videos first. I saw those like, videos, and I was like, "I gotta like, try this." Yeah, you know, the the vine it just blew up. It came out of nowhere, and then Instagram came, where it became like a fifteen, 15 second seconds. video, and then thirty seconds into a minute. Now you can go longer than a minute, and then, 
you know, like like I said, you know, just doing that and uh, it just, just felt like every time I made a video, it just brought me more and more out of my shell. And, you know, making somebody laugh, you know, I just felt like, oh, if I can do this and make somebody laugh, making a fool out of myself that these people can relate to, then it just made me more and more comfortable and gave me confidence that, you know, I can do this. So yeah. I just stuck with it. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yo, like, I, I think I I think I found your stuff, though, because I was a, I, I really, I think that people should, that's a lesson in itself. You saw the videos that somebody was putting out. You yeah. didn't hate. You was like, man, I right. see this opportunity. Yeah. Because what I was at in 2014 was, I was like, bro, Instagram is coming out. And I was into photography. But I was like, bro, real photographers don't be posting on there. Right. Bro, and missed it for like two years. Yep. You know, didn't seize the opportunity. Just was too busy hating that how stupid it is that people take pictures of their food when they want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and so a lot of times hate will make you miss out on opportunities, bro. It, it, it is. And I, I'm like, bro, I can't make up the two years between 2014 and right? 2016 that I just stayed off of exactly. it. Exactly. Out of pure, I don't want to be like those losers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you do, you're always going to have haters. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, even till now, I, I still have a lot of people that hate on my product. And, and you know, I hate to say it, but like the saddest thing, like your biggest... Haters to me, it, it, it's your own family and friends. Mm. You know, you know when they they see you up there succeeding, and they're down here. You know, they try to bring you back down to where they're at instead yeah. of you know letting you gain that success. But I, I learned over the years. You know, I I, I grew tough skin. You know, you, if you love like like you said, like photography, if you love taking pictures, that's what you think about every day. Do the same thing when it comes to your content creating. Whatever you do in life, if that's what you love to do, just continue to do it no matter what kind of hate you get. Even mm. if it's not support from your family, yeah. just just keep pushing. I mean, because that's a God-given talent that God blessed me and you with, right? Mm -hmm. So, I, uh, you know, if, if, that, if, I, if I feel like content creating is my talent that God blessed me with, then I'm going to keep fulfilling that. Yeah. Yeah, so. Man, so you got hate from your family? You don't need to drop any names, but that, that's how like you felt like that was what was I, going on. I, I do, I yeah. do, because a, a lot of times I don't, I don't see that you know that support or you know like e even if somebody that does the you know is your family don't like your post. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Uh, a lot, it, it's crazy because a lot of people that support and love your work are complete strangers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You you don't even know this person. Yeah. But then, you know, when you see your family, you know, they, they don't like your stuff. They're not as excited about, about the right. wins you're having. Exactly. Well, I, I think about, like, I always, I always think about that, um, like that passage. My dad used to tell me about this all the time. We talked about off show, too. That my dad was always starting businesses, always trying stuff, yeah. bro. Made a stand on the street and sell T-shirts. or We was always selling T-shirts or yeah. shave ice or something. My dad was always trying to do something. Right. But one of the things that really it always stuck with me, my dad taught me was um, um, when Jesus, you know, not saying we're Jesus, but Jesus, it says about him in the New Testament, a prophet has no honor in his hometown, that Jesus wasn't even loved by his family. He wasn't even liked by his family. They thought he was crazy, right? They were like, yeah. hey, Mary, go get your kids, right? So they had to send the brothers in because yeah. Jesus was teaching the, the, the crowds and they were all angry at him. And I look at that and go like, man, Jesus, Jesus did that. And so... At the same time, like he loved his family too. You know, he loved them through that. And so, and you see that because his brothers, right, Jude and James, they were his brothers. They ended up writing scripture. They ended up coming around and believing him, you know. Right. But that took him suffering a lot and them not believing and, and him even dying, you know, for them. Man. And his sacrifice, yeah, it, turned, it turned your heart around, you yeah. know. 
And so I think about that because I know the tendency I have is like, hey, man, if you're not if you're not with me, like forget you. And I look at Jesus and I'm like, there is some of that attitude of like, I'm just going to put my head down and keep working. Right. But it was always out of a, it still was motivated by his love for his family, you know. And I think about that because, you know, I mean, you, you know how we can get like if you're if you're if you uh, if you're going after something, if you're the kind of person that entrepreneurial, try to get after it, try to make more, you know, it's always going to be like haters like you keep saying. And at the same time, like I look at Jesus, how he dealt with the hate, how he dealt with the unbelief and the lack of support was, I'm going to go to this cross. I'm going to lay my life down for you. Wow. And I'm going to die for you. <clears throat> and because Jesus did that for us, I'm like, man, I got to be able to do that for the people that I feel like aren't as supportive, you know, yep. the people that um, they're not, they're, they don't have my back. You know, the people that you, you thought, man, I thought you would be with me. You know, you got a lot more things negative to say than than positive, you know, yep. Yep. not that you have to agree with everything I do, but. Not everything just has to be hate. You yep. know? I agree. So I look at that. I'm like, man, okay. Yeah. I'm a Christian. You know, Jesus did it. We can do we got the same spirit living in us, you know? Yep. Yeah. That's a reminder, man. That's good. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, even though it's family that's giving you hate, it, it just makes me love them even more. Yeah. You know, like like you said, I'm not gonna turn around and hate on them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if if it's, you know, something they don't like or agree with what I'm I'm doing. And I don't get that support and love. It, it, it to me, it's okay. You know, yeah. like I said, it, it it doesn't change my love for them. I'm still gonna love them, you know, from afar. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it, we're still family and everything. Right. Right. Yeah. Still got that support. Yeah. Yeah. Because some of the content is um, delving in. We don't need to delve, delve into all of it, but it is delving into like. Uh, <laughs> Church stuff too, yeah, and like which is like hilarious for me as a pastor. I find that hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah. bro, that's all, oh, dude. When they're reading out the numbers, he just yeah. Just, oh, no, that's hilarious. Yeah. We, I mean, there, there are, there's a lot of sensitive people out there. You know, when you do church content, and you, you know, it, it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, you know, but a lot, of, a lot of the church members, they, you know, they, I get comments where they don't mock God, don't mm-hmm. mock Jesus. But you know, I understand where. But you're not mocking from. God, right? Yeah. So anything that has to do with you're, church, you're mocking the people. Yeah, everything that has to do with church-related content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people say stuff like that, but man, you know, it's never that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's never that because yeah. you're still serving in your church and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You play the drums? Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Dang. Yeah. Have you always played the drums? Um, I didn't start playing until I met my wife and her dad. Oh, for real? Yeah. So, like I said, my I'm a, I've been a pastor's kid for the longest, and my dad's an AOG pastor. So, you know, all his life being a pastor, he always wanted his kids to do the praise and worship team. Yeah. And that was one thing me and my brothers, we would always try to avoid. You know, my dad would tell us to come to praise and worship practice and we had to tell him, oh, uh, we got we got to work. We have practice. Yeah. And then when I met my wife, she was already on the praise and worship team. And what's your wife's name? Vinora. Vinora, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So her dad is Reverend Tavili Yeremia. And... um. That man, I, I think that man, he he's the reason why I am what I am today. You know, um, he he's a very humble person, very caring and sharing. And and he, I think he 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 brought that talent out of me that I didn't even know I had. And to this day, you know, he's the reason why I, I became a drummer and over me and my wife overseeing the praise and worship team. And I'm, I mean, I'm not the best drummer in the world. You know, I'm not the... I'm not. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I'm good enough to hold a beat to keep the praise and worship <laughs> team going. I would say I got a drum booth in my church. You can slide <laughs> right in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so if it wasn't for him and my wife, I, I, you know, 
right now, if if I tell you back then, I I you know it was hard for me to go to church at that time because mm. my dad, you know, you know, dad, someone dads and pastors being a pastor's child, they're really tough on you to to not only do the church full time but participate in other ministries. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was young, um, you know, hard headed. You know, I just wanted to be a kid, and and you know, I didn't want to be any part of the church. And you know, now that I look back on it, I I, I wish I did get more heavily involved with um, ministries, praise and worship, and you know, and fulfilling that you know that want that my dad wanted to instill in us. Because uh, meeting my father in law, he he kind of opened my eyes into in uh, ministry, and um, when I met them and, and and getting more involved in the ministry. I ended up, you know, loving it. You know, I love doing church ministry. I, I was actually part of the media team too, so I helped out with the media team, and then um, the praise and worship. And I just started getting more involved in church and helping out every ministry of our church. And it, it just, it, it's it's that feeling you feel. You know, you feel good about it. You know, when you go to service, you you're doing praise and worship, and you just get this feeling. And then eventually. During the time of my um, working in ministry, I realized that, that that was the spirit I was feeling. You know, the spirit from God, Jesus. I felt that spirit every time I went to church, every time I did praise and worship, every time I touched the sticks and played the drums. I felt that feeling, and it was a good feeling. And I realized that that, that was always the Holy Spirit I was feeling every time I, I, I helped in the ministry. And I, I really got to say, all that came from me working with my father-in-law because uh, th- that guy is so talented. Like, he plays every instrument. He sings. And then on top of that, my wife, she's talented as well. And um, I, I, it, it was kind of intimidating when I first came into ministry because it, it was hard because that was always my drawback to try to avoid doing that because growing up with my dad forcing us to do it. But... When I look back at it, I think it's more of the, um, my dad forcing us to do it rather than, you know, allowing us to, to fill it, you know, with our hearts. And that's where I felt like I, I got through my father-in-law and my wife. And then now, like, I, I love ministry. I love church. I love um, praise and worship. And listening to praise and worship in the car by yourself, I love that, mm. you know. And I, I just really feel like that's the Holy Spirit talking to you, you know, so... And then, you know, coming on to your show, I, I felt like, the, you know, that's the Holy Spirit led me into watching your show and eventually getting invited. So that, that's why it, it was a big thing for me. Man. Yeah, to be, it's, it's an honor to be on yeah. your show. Yeah, no, so. I appreciate you coming out, yeah. man. And, and just hearing that, I'm like, I'm really, uh, I'm really thankful. Like one of, the, one of the, the things for me when I grew up, I tell people this all the time, like I had a really good dad too. And my dad was, my dad was a pastor's kid and he didn't, he was re- he was raised going to church, but he was kind of the same, like just really buck against it and go do like he wanted to do something else. You know, he right. didn't want to be in the yeah. church. But I think that helped him when he was raising me and my siblings because he never uh, it was never like um, that church was uh, like we had to go to church. You know, we were kids, but it was also like he would always explain stuff to us, you know, why we do it and, and what's important. You know, and I remember he never made it feel like uh it was just, uh, you just do this religious duty for just because, you know, and if you don't do it, you know, you're terrible. You know, it's like he always exactly. explained it to us and and uh, really gave us kind of like a vision for, you know, this is why we do it. You know, it's about our joy. It's about our like this is this is a way that we get to 
take part in being a part of the body, you know? And so I always had that, like, when, even when I went to college and I was on my own and doing dumb stuff like you would do in college, you know, not yeah. living right. It was always a thing in me that like, I got to go to church. You know, I got to, I got to go in and, but never like, but I never felt like just cause I didn't go to church. I was, that was terrible, you know? Yeah. Cause there, there were times when my dad was like, you know, like even we have to talk about it, but I remember, I remember tithes and offerings would come up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, I remember like how serious of a thing it was for people. And I remember one time my dad was like, man, if you, if you don't, you know, having a discussion, just, you know, parents and stuff like if we don't, if we're frustrated doing it, let's just not do it. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, we can't do that. Yeah. We gotta do, you gotta do it. I know. And my dad was just like, just don't do it. And they didn't do it. And uh, I learned more about what it meant to follow Jesus in that moment, you know, where it was like, and your heart wasn't in it. You were struggling through it. Don't just do it for the sake of just doing it, Yeah, you know? But like, it, it applies to all of the things that we do as, as people ministering, you know? Yeah. That's cool that you like, that you like, how was that with your dad though? Like, meaning you, you, you love ministry now, but like with your dad, like, have you talked to him about that? Like, man, it was hard growing up dad, you know? Yeah, I mean, now him seeing us, like myself, for instance, being more involved in ministry, it, it's, uh, I think he he feel, feels like, you know, he still had a part of it, you know, not not trying to force us, but in a way it, it felt like he was, but he, he was just trying to put us on that right path, mm-hmm. you know, and then seeing us now being heavily involved of it, it, it it's I think it's satisfying for him yeah. and he feels good about it. But then back then, you know, I, I you know, me looking at it back then, I I just feel like I was hard headed and um you know now I, I feel more closer with my dad, our relationship yeah, now. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, cause a, a lot of us growing up, we our our dads was was tough, especially having a dad as a pastor. And your dad's in the military. Right. <laughs> That was even worse. Don't, don't yeah, <laughs> I think him being in the military <laughs> Maybe that's and then the pastor shit mixing. Oh man, that was worse than a oh, drill sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Good. yeah, I think every PK out there knows that. Oh you know? man, yeah. Every Sunday morning, yeah, waking up us waking up up like five in the morning mm. to get ready for church. And church don't start till like ten. Yeah, you know. So, but now I, I feel more close to my dad yeah. now do you do you think a lot of that though is like a lot of the feeling that you felt and a lot of the feelings that we can feel is um sometimes i say this as a pastor planting a church so i don't mean it but i tell our people all the time the church isn't this isn't the the only thing you got going on yeah right like i, I tell our uh, the husbands and the wives and listen you your your duty is to your family your duty is to one of the best things you do for our church husbands is love your wife right. and take care of those kids yep Right. And so if you're spending, if you're doing every single thing at the church all the time and you're not leaving time for your family, for your kids, you know, and the church is always hitting up, having events, um, then you, you don't leave people the space to just be with their families, you know, and and then the, the church starts to compete with the with the family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wonder it, if that's it. It, it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, some of it is, I, I believe. But, um, you know, I, I, I think my dad being tough on us. I think he just want us to just, you know, like you said, just just go to church, mm-hmm. you know, that because a lot of times I feel like if you don't go to church, like you said, you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, a, lot, a lot of pastors, kids get a lot of a lot of stuff said about them, you know. Oh, oh yeah. You know, pastors, kids are the worst. You know, they they drink, they smoke, 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're the worst ones out of everybody. Yeah. But I just feel like pastors' kids get it bad because of what they face at home. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times, and like you said, instead of being a parent at home, they're a pastor at mm-hmm. home as well. They bring church home with them yeah. and, and instill that in their household. Yeah, and and I think that um, as pastors, you feel like because I'm a I'm a pastor now and I got my kids. Yeah, and I feel the pressure of my kids' behavior at the church. Right. You know, yeah. like one time I was I told you I worked at a church in town for a long time, and we had just got this new building and we renovated. It was a huge, massive building. You know, and my son was just running around on stage. We just <laughs> bought the new mics, yeah. and um, you know, this isn't Samoan church, right? It was right. Like it was like all kinds of different people. You know. Mm-hmm. And so my son kicked the mic, mic stand, fell over the brand new mics. And one of the guys goes like, Tony, hey, we don't do that here. Don't don't kick the mics. And he looked at him, he goes, it's my dad's church. I can do whatever I want. Wow. Bro, I was like, oh. I was like, bro, hold up. I never told him that in <laughs> yeah. my life. I've never said they that. They feel privileged, I'm not yeah. even the senior pastor. I'm right. just a dude. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, just a, I'm a glorified admin, bro. Right. I'm just like, bro. I was like, dude, I looked, I was like, ah, I ain't never told my son that. Yeah. Bro, I looked, I was like, oh, bro, you going yeah. <laughs> Oh, you wait. <laughs> <laughs> bro, uh, baby, that's That's it, right. Bro. That's right, though. A, a lot of the pastor's kids feel privileged, like they can do what they they can want do what because they want. their dad's the pastor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't even the lead pastor, bro. I, know I, was, the I was like, oh, my goodness. I know the feeling. And so, like, sometimes I, you bring that. that home, though, right? Like, you, you bring, like, now, instead of just... Man, your son was disobedient. You got to discipline your son, whatever. Talk yeah. to him and all that. Yep. Now you put the pressure of like, now the church is looking at me. And then your reputation's on exactly. the line. And then yeah. it's worse for your kid. It's they, not they just... They try to rebel against yeah. their parents. Yeah, Because you, right. you're taking the pressure that you feel as a pastor and then you're applying that to your yep. kid, you know? Yep. Yep. And then it gets crazy. Yep. I've heard that a lot from uh, pastor's kids. Yeah. But I think also the church has to know that. Like, if you're a part of a church... Know that your pastor's kid is just like all the other kids, man. Just as Ulavale, just as Rascal, you know. They're growing up. They're growing up. Yeah, yeah. They're learning the boundaries and right. all that. Yep. And um, they they're they're living under pressure, and so the same thing, man. Yep. Assume the best of the the kids, you know. Right. <laughs> yep. That's right. Man. And then I guess with your with our with our parents too. Another thing, like you know how we said like there's always there's always haters, and Jesus had no honor in his hometown. Yeah, I wonder if it's the same for our parents. I know, you know, like man, that's a good question. I didn't appreciate like yep. all the stuff my dad was doing for me, all the times he was on me. You know, I didn't appreciate it at that time. Yeah, but and now uh, we know it was for our own good. It was for our own good. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's I had my right. mom on here, and um, she was uh she was talking about the, her mom was so strict and so mean, and she was she was tearing up thinking about it because she. And then she was like, I just, I wish I was more appreciative of her. And I, I learned that when I had my own kids. Yeah. Just uh, how uh, my mom really just loved me so much, you know? No, yeah. no, I know exactly what you mean. That, that's how I feel with my dad now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I lost my mom back in 2021. Oh, for real? Yeah. My, my mom was always the one we could always talk to. Because talking to my dad was the hardest thing. Mm. And in order for us to get across to my dad, we always had to go through my mom. And then when we lost my mom, it, it was tough the first year. And then after that, it, it just, like like you said, you know, when you look back at the stuff that you did with your parents and looking back at, you know, the stuff that I went through with my dad, especially with church. And then, you know, I, I always told myself, I, I, I wish I was better back then and listen to my dad and, and help him when he needed me. And then now with my mom gone and, being able to communicate with my dad, it's it's made that bond stronger with us. Mm. And now we're comfortable to where we're not afraid to talk to my dad anymore. Mm-hmm. We can talk to him about anything. And I, I don't see that drill sergeant, 
that pastor title that he holds. I just look at him as my dad now. Mm. And at that time, I, I didn't look at him like that because I always saw either a pastor or a drill sergeant and I could never see my dad. So that that's what made me hard to communicate. But now I see him as my dad. And, you know, like you said, it, you, you look back at the bad stuff you did, but then when you realize now that it helped you become what you are now and realize and learn and... That's how. That's why I feel like our bond is strong now. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Man, that was that 2021. You said. Yeah. You yeah. I lost, I lost my mom hard. to cancer back in 2000. Yeah. That was hard. Dang. Yeah. That was really hard. And that was during like the time when there was doing all kinds of rules too, right? Yeah. Like, that was man. right after COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was tough. Yeah. That was the you know remember back then it, it, you couldn't really have a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's funeral was the same thing. Like, you oh, know, I have a limited amount of people in the building. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, so. That was a, that, man, that was doing some silly rules at that time, bro. Yeah, it was. It man, was. It was some dumb rules. Like, man, yeah. can you believe that was four years ago? Yeah, it's crazy. It flew by so fast. Yeah. I feel like that didn't even happen. Yeah, bro. It was weird. Yeah. Man, I did, you know, just, um, I had to do some, some funerals and stuff. And it was crazy when, like, Somebody was sick, and then they could only have one visitor or something like that a day. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, that's that's super sad, you know. Now if I if I went up to pray for him, then his wife can't see him, you know. Right. So I just gotta stay down here. That, that yeah. was the hard part. Yeah. When my mom was in the hospital, only one person can see her a day. That's crazy. Man. And we we didn't see her that whole week, and then she passed away. Yeah. So we didn't see her that whole time she was in bed, you know, suffering. Damn. Until that day she passed away, and then we were able to see her. Yeah, that's hard. But that, you're right. That, that was yeah. Tough. They did they did terrible things. Like when you think about that, like like I don't know what what people think about the the whole pandemic and all that. But but when you think about what was going on with families, bro, it, it, it it's it's horrible. Cause it was. Yeah, like right after that, when my when um guy passed, and okay, I guess everybody can go see him now. Just yeah, like what I right. <laughs> Right, I'm maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. I'm like, I'm I, I really thought the same dumb. way. Yeah, I was like, we wanted to see my mom the whole week, and yeah. now we see her now after we she's gone. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, it, it, we were upset. Yeah, that was really tough. But d- during the pandemic, I think it, it, there was his ups and downs. But the pandemic is what helped our business blow up. Oh, for real? Yeah, because remember during that time, everything was just grab and go. Yeah, yeah. That's where the food trucks came into play. And, and all the stores and, and the restaurants closed down and then food trucks appeared and that was the only place everybody could get something to eat. Yeah. It was the food trucks. Man. And that's that's where everybody that had vending business started getting food trucks. And then it just blew up from there. That, that's basically where our business just started. And and the business Parafotis Island Fix. Yeah, Parafotis yep. Islands Fix. Yeah. And then you guys started that, but you started that before COVID. Way before COVID. Okay, okay. When did you start that? Uh, back in 2015. My sister-in-law, uh, Ver- uh, Verona, she 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 wanted to raise money somehow, and she thought of making Vifala and selling it. People laughed at her at that time. For real? Like, Ain't nobody going to buy Vifala. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> she was like, okay, yeah, well, that, that's all I can do right now. Yeah. You know? And she started selling Vifala, and then it just came from selling it in the coolers and cups to where it's at now. And then her dad started helping her. And eventually it grew into Perifoti Island Fix. Man, so she started it. Yeah, she started it. Her and my and my father-in-law. Wow. Yeah, and then I, I was a resident manager for years. 
So that's what I did full time as my occupation. Wait, and a what? Resident manager. Where at? Uh, Colina Fairways. Oh, for real? I was there for a couple of years, and then I was at the Arbors in Eva Beach. Yeah, yeah, bro, the Arbors. Yeah, so I was the resident manager. I went to the there. Arbors once as a kid, bro. I was like, yeah, I want to live there one day. It's nice. It's nice over there. Yeah. The nice pool and all that. Yeah, Colina was beautiful. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Bro, you know Pele? Yeah. Uncle Pele? That's my yeah, uncle. Yeah, That's my uncle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know Pele. Oh, okay. I, played, I played on his softball team. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my uncle. He's been there a long time. Yeah, man. I love Pele. Yeah. He's still there. He's still there? Yeah. I don't see him anymore. Yeah. So... Yeah, that, I, I played on the Pelias softball team. But then that's that's where it started. Um, I quit my full-time job. I jumped aboard and, and been on there since doing it full-time. Yeah. Like I was telling you earlier before we came on, um, I, to me, you're your own boss. You know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And, and I, I love it. I love it. Just as much as I love doing content, um, doing being a food truck vendor, a lot of people make fun of me, you know. Especially when you get sour about somebody's football team, mm-hmm. that's their only comeback. Oh, at least I'm not driving an ice cream truck around. Hater, you know. Yeah. <laughs> bang bang, <laughs> <laughs> bang bang. Yeah, that, yeah. A lot of people say, you know, you know, instead of coming back and saying stuff about your team, they get deep and try to get into your business. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's 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 awesome though that you do it. Like one of the things that. I just noticed because my dad's a business owner, man, yeah. like the, the one thing is like he always talks about it, that you get the benefit of your own hours, True. right? You get to make your own schedule. You are your own boss, right. but bro, you yeah. take a lot of that work home with you. It does. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's how, that's what he always talks about. He's like, if you're not, if you're not running a business, not that that's bad. He's like, that's a great thing to do, to be able to do your work, get your check and yep. go home. That's great. Like yep. he was like, and it follows, it follows you home. Yep. But yep. he said, but the, but when you're an owner, man, you got to. You know, you got to pay everybody else first. Exactly. And and you got to worry about the tomorrow and how people are going to eat and how people, how we're going to make this work and exactly. take that work home with That's you. That's right. And people don't see that. They don't. And they don't appreciate that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I appreciate a lot of these food vendors. You know, I, I, I look at it now and now that I'm doing what they're doing, I, I have all the utmost respect for them. Because like you said, people don't see the, the, the background, you know, what they do behind the scenes. And it, it's a lot of work to do what they do. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just selling drinks, you know, people think, oh, you're, all you do is just make drinks. And I just make my fall at home. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> that's like making Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know, but they don't know. It's a lot of work that goes behind it. Mm-hmm. And like you, like, you know, like you said, it, it follows you home. You know, the stress, the, there's a lot of stress that comes with it. But then, you know, you, you can overcome that stress. But like you said, you always got to look forward to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and what's expected from the job, but that's part of the job. That's part of you know what's, you know what you do as a food vendor. Yeah, and you know I, I still wouldn't trade it for the world. I love yeah. it. And is know? it like your whole family involved? Uh, yeah, your wife's family. Yeah, my my wife's family were all involved, from my father in law to his sisters. So we we have multiple locations around the island. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not just us selling. We have other people around the island that's that's selling our products. And that that's the good thing about it, and then um, you know we we did have three food trucks. Now we're down to two food trucks. Okay. Yeah. So, but you know I, I'm there. There's a lot of I follow vendors out there, and 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 you know that that's that's a good thing because like I said in the beginning, people were laughing at my sister saying Vifala. 
Who's going to buy Vifala? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, now you look around, there is so many Vifala vendors now. Mm. It, it's a beautiful thing that, yeah. to me. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys uh, you guys started selling like pankeke and yeah. all kinds of stuff, yeah. right? So we're, we're trying to bring the Samoan uh, baked goods around. Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. Samoans love pankeke. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's our donuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is, man. I like that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, so you started that business. I remember when you're. What was that like when your generator got stolen, man? Oh man, I saw that. I actually saw that. You posted it. it was yeah, not once, twice. Oh, for real? No, actually three times. Dang. Yeah. So my dad's an electrician, so I know the importance of the generator. Oh man, <laughs> if you don't have a generator, yeah. it, it's terrible, man. It's terrible. You you need the generator to power everything, pretty much. Yeah. But we we got we had our generator stolen three times. Dang, man. Yeah. So. It's tough. Generators aren't cheap. No. But I hate generators. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate them with a passion. I don't know how to use them, bro. I, man, that's, that's a good thing. You don't, your, your full-time job, you don't get a generator. Yeah. But man, I hate generators, man. Man. Yeah, so it, the first time it got stolen, we we couldn't find it. And then we somebody when we posted it, somebody found it for us. It was a, one of the homeless people that stole it. So we got it back, and then it got stolen again. Dang. And we didn't find that, and we got another one. And then that one got stolen again. That's <laughs> That one got stolen when we was working at the same time. At Some, the same time? Somebody pulled up and just yanked our generator. They cut the chain and just took the generator and it took off. Bro. That, I mean, they, they were fast. What was that at? At uh, Target in Salt Lake. Man, he was faster than your cousin of Cam 4. Bruh. That's what that guy. That's, he was fast because he, he was strong too, bro. <laughs> like they cut the chain and then the generator is heavy. You need oh, like yeah. two people to carry that. That's crazy. They, man. they got the generator, threw it in the truck, and they were gone. That's crazy, yeah, so. bro. And people don't understand that too. Like if you got a business, get another one. My dad got his van, his work van stolen. One of his workers oh. got it stolen, bro. And um, you know, we tell everybody, hey, look out for the vans, right? Look out for the vans. But nobody cares about it as much as my dad because he's the yeah. owner, bro. Like, my dad was, like, scouring the streets, bro, asking every homeless person where it was. And he found it himself, bro. Man. He found it himself it up in Wahiwa. Bro, and he, him and his brother, like, we, we met him there. Dude, they had flipped the car and they stripped everything. They hotwired the car and ramped that thing over a hill, bro. Like, I got it on video. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, my uncle then found the car. My dad found the car. He went just talking to homeless people, found the car before the cops even found it. Took the van back and they're still using it. Everything was wow. taken, but my dad, like to him, that van was, you know, everything. It man, is as a small business owner. Yeah, as a small, like like our food truck. Mm -hmm. You know that that's our life right there. Yeah. You know that's what we depend on. And you know, hearing you say that about your dad's van, I I totally understand. Yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. bro. He was out like Ooh. I was over here on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, like I was at the house, like, and my dad was still thinking about his van. So when everybody ate, he left the house. I didn't know where he went. And um, I thought he was going to get some cigars. So my dad smoked cigars a lot. He likes cigars. But no, he was looking for that van. Man. Because that meant something to him. I was like, I forget it, about that yeah. van. You know? Because that's, that's how just, he eats. Yeah, that's how he eats. Yeah. You know? It's that van. Yeah. yeah so I know I, the feeling. Yeah. So I don't, like, I'm, I have my own stuff I'm doing. So, but I don't, you never know, like, man, for a business owner, man, they're taking a lot of risk and, like, you can hate on them all you want, but, man, they need support. <laughs> like, yeah. my, my dad, that was everything to him, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. man. That's tough. Yeah. For me, my dad said his van was busy. Bro, I didn't even... Oh, what's up? 
That's crazy. Right? But it was it. Like, yeah. yeah. It was when you t- tell somebody, oh, yeah, man, my, my generator got stolen. Oh, man. Yeah, like yeah. you said, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of oh. course it sucks. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what we need. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, he went and looked for that thing, bro. Wow. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I would have did cool. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, that's got to be tough though. Yeah, it is. Did uh did did it did it work well for you like with your like your notoriety on social media growing along with the food trucks cuz it seemed like they kind of went together almost. Yeah, it it has cuz um my my page it, it it helps promote our business. And then um a lot of times when um I I have fans out there that want to meet me and our business is the perfect place to do that, you know, to be able to meet somebody that supports my content. You know, that's, that's the least I could do, you know, come in and ask him to take a picture with me. It, it, like you said, it, it, it has helped. It's been that platform to uh, help where our business is today. And um, I'm very blessed and thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so. be- before you guys started doing your business, man, I um, I think the first thing I bought from you guys was... Uh, not Kulolo. What is the Samoan version? Fausi Kalo. Fausi, yeah. Yeah, the Fausi. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got yeah. Fausi. I got, yeah, with the ice cream. That was bomb. But before then, as a kid, I've never seen a Samoan food truck. I've never seen a Samoan food truck. The only time you get Vaifala or anything like that was at the flag day. Right. You That's know, you right. never had it. Yeah. And then I never, I also never seen a, a Samoan food doing truck Samoan, doing yeah. Samoan food. It's right. always... Other cr- types of people, yeah. I'm gonna say, Ooh. but it's all these other types of people that That's don't necessarily right. look Samoan right, right, right. doing it. Yeah, and I remember my grandpa used to have a Samoan store, and my dad again, it always goes back to my dad. Like what you're doing is like similar to what my dad, you know. Yeah, yeah. But my dad always tell me like, bro, you never get like no su- no support from the Samoan people sometimes, man. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. It's hard, right? Yeah, but that, that, that's that's what I mean. Like uh, our business, we get a lot of hate too. You know, I follow more. Well, I follow, you know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but you, you just got to keep pushing it, you know? Yeah. But like, like you said, like, um, there, there's hardly any food truck, Samoan food trucks. Yeah. There there was one Samoan food, uh, food truck that, that did Samoan food. Um, For real? Mama's Island Flavor. Marcus and Tofa. Okay. Yeah. Very cool, cool Samoan owners. Yeah. And they, they kind of brought us under their wing mm-hmm. when we first got our food truck. And they they helped us, you know, run the business. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So they man, there's some more food was bomb. Yeah. And you know, now there's more and more food trucks, some more food trucks coming out. Wow. Yeah. Like like a, a shave ice, MM Shave Ice. Oh, there's someone? There's someone's too. Yeah. Oh. Really lovely couple. I was the first. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was the that's first. That's right. I still got yeah, the so machine. This, 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 no, the, <laughs> this is the second. That's the second. This is the second. Oh, yeah. This is the second. Yeah. Bro, you know what was terrible though? My dad had us out. My dad got a big heart, right? Dude, we gave away more free shave ice than anything else, Man. bro. Like yeah. we was in Nanakuli yep. and we was like doing our shave ice, bro. Yep. And my dad was like, oh man, hey, you know what? Just take this one. Take this one. Yep. Take this. Bro, but it was hard like because you got that heart to like want to bless people and give. Yep. But it's like, it's a business though. Yep. We got to sell some That's shave right. ice. That's right. Just like at the football games, we, we had uh, a couple of the kids from the football come over and they only had enough money to buy one drink. And there was like eight of them. So I'm just sitting there and watching my wife give the kids the that one 24-ounce cup mm-hmm. and they asked for like eight straws. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back and I made like eight more cups and I said, like, just give the kids... Yeah, so it, like but you, but you, but you're paying for that. Yeah, you right, right. But like you said, it's that, it's that heart you have for yeah. you know 
you know, just blessing somebody mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Yeah. It is so, hard though, right? To manage is. that in business. It is. You you have so much heart and you want to bless somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times that happens when we bless a lot of people mm. and it hits our pockets. But then at the same time, you know, we're helping the community and that person out. So, yeah. Yeah. And so your wife, she's a singer. So she's on uh, praise and worship with you. Yeah. Yeah. So my, her, her I, I heard her say she can sing though. Yeah, her, I, I've seen videos, I think from back from before. Way, like, yeah. Okay. Cause way she, before she met me. Okay. Yeah. So her, her first love is music and singing. So, can you sing? Man, I couldn't sing to save my life, man. I was say, I've never seen singing contest. <laughs> no, no, usually, no. usually if they can sing just a little, bro, they yeah. out there, you know. If I am singing, it's a, it's a voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I try to get my wife to start a page and, and sing, try to make content and sing, but she she's tough on herself. You know, a lot of people that are really talented, they're really tough on themselves. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of people out there with talent. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, she's been singing for a while now. And that that's her first love. And then of course me and her do the business full time as well. Yeah. Yeah. So And so you guys are working in the food truck together or Yeah, we work on the food truck together. Okay. Yeah. So um me and my wife have our own food truck. My sister in law has her own food truck. Yeah. And then uh my father in law has his truck. Yeah. Yeah. So way to get it, man. Yeah, huh? I said way to get it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he's actually he took on uh a pastor full time in uh, Samoa, oh, okay. at, at Lotopa in, in Apia. Okay. So now he's up there doing um, full time ministry up there. So we basically took over the business, me wow. and my wife. Yeah. So, dude, do you miss? Um, do, do you have a siblings? I mean, yeah, I have. Uh, so it's funny. My my uh, social media name is the real Ati. Yeah. So I, I have two younger brothers. Okay. And they go by Ati too. So they're the fake Atis. <laughs> The other real Ati. What are they? So, so <laughs> my my dad is Ati too. Okay. So when he was in the military, he was called Ati. Then my brother Jonathan, he's Ati. He's in the Air Force. Yeah. And then my other brother, younger brother Ati, he he's a basketball coach. He has a, his own uh, basketball team and everything. Oh, for real? Yeah. In so, Hawaii? Yeah. He they were called Eight Hundred Eight Stunners. Oh, what? Yeah. So it's a club team. It's a club team. Where at? Where at? Um, he was here. He's in Vegas now. Oh, dang. So his team was used to practice out in Asing in Ever Beach. Okay. So um, they were all Atis. And me, I, I never went by Ati. I just went by Jimmy. Yeah. And I was I, I, I started my Instagram and I was like trying to think of a name. And I was like, man, I'm going to call myself the real Ati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, though. Yeah, so that's when I started the real Ati. And then every time somebody sees, uh, hey, Ati. And then my brother's like, no, no, I'm Ati. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that. I have two brothers, uh, older sister, and a younger sister. So there's uh, five of us. Nice. Yeah. So, bro, you know that uh, you got that one character on your profile right now with the with the mullet. Yeah, Sax. Sax. Yeah, Sakayo. Sakayo. My dad has that hair, had that haircut <laughs> yeah. my whole life, bro. I think every someone. My that's dad why, has, that's still why has that, that haircut. Yeah, that's why I picked that wig. Yeah. So yeah. somebody like my dad started this YouTube channel called Smoke Break. My dad smokes cigars. Oh, okay. So he's he likes into cigars. So I film it for him and all that. And um, somebody was like, "Bro, you got like a you're like an older guy, but you got a model. You got the cool haircut." Yeah. I'm like, "Nah, bro. He's had this haircut. It was cool, uncool for many years, right. and it just got cool again. Like, yeah. bro, he's had the same haircut, bro." And they're, all, all the kids are doing the mullet haircut. The mullet now. haircut is back in. Yeah. So, dude, I, I, I try to do it myself. 
Really? Yeah, you, I did. you got the hair though, man. Well, I, I went, I went with the mullet, bro, and then I couldn't, I couldn't sustain it, bro. I was like, <laughs> I was, like, bro, I went to my son's, my son had it going on the football field. I'm like, bro, I'm walking out with my flag football with my my son. I'm like, this is embarrassing, bro. <laughs> I gotta go cut this. Thing. I gotta go regular, bro. Oh man, I couldn't pull it off, bro. What? I couldn't pull it off. Oh. I couldn't, bro. It was just, it was too much, bro. Yeah. I think it's more for the younger kids. It's for the younger kids. Yeah. Or like my dad who just had it yeah. and it's just, yeah. his hair is white and it's the, still the same. Right. Like just, the, OGs, the OGs. The OGs can rock it. They yeah. rock it good too. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So I saw my dad's all, bro. I was like looking at that profile. I was like, bro, my dad got that same haircut. Yeah. yeah. I could picture your dad too. He probably does look good with that, no, that he, mullet. Yeah. With the mullet. Yeah. yeah. At first I used to wonder, like, dad, just cut that thing off. <laughs> But then it came back around, bro. I remember me and my brother went to the house. We walked around. Right, right, right. Dad, bro, you're in, man. Look at this. All the Kahuku kids got the same yeah, haircut. That's right. Yeah. Man, they pull it off, though. They pull it off, but they got the they got the front yeah. thing too, though. That's a little, that's a little extreme. Yeah, <laughs> they got they, the front. The they front, can pull it off though. The bow in the front right. with the mullet. No, yeah. that's a lot. Oh man. That's a lot. Yeah. Are well, they pulling it off those? <laughs> I mean, it looks good. With the, it looks good. With the helmet on it. The helmet on looks great. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, looks yeah. good. Some of those kids, they are, they look good in that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it's gotten popular because of uh, what's his name, the singer, Koku, the one American Idol, Em Tony. Oh yeah, Tony. Yeah, he brought it back. Yeah, he yeah. looks good with yeah, it. He looks good with yeah, it. Yeah, he pulls it off. Yeah, so I was trying to follow that. Yeah, but no. Nah. A lot of the rugby players too. Yeah, yeah, they pull it off too. Yeah, they do, man. Yeah, dude. So your your wife, she's singing and then helping you with that. And um you said that she uh you try to encourage her, she's hard on herself. Yeah, she's yeah. really hard on herself. Um I try to tell her to do make content and, and sing and make videos. She tried it and then she uh, she she's her biggest critic. Yeah. You know, but she, she But she sang with Justin Tofi this weekend, right? Yeah. This, this past yeah. week. Yeah. So she seemed back up for him. Damn. And you know what I mean? If you're asking to see back up for Josh, you know, you can sing. You can sing. Yeah. So he ain't asking us. Right? Exactly. You, you know, should ask us. Yeah. Not me. No. <laughs> but I said, you know, just just record it. Yeah. You know? Stuff like that, like what we do, you you're gonna have haters. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, that's just part of the job, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever job you do, I think. Oh yeah. But I, I I keep trying to push her. So eventually, hopefully, she comes out. Yeah. With some singing content. Yeah. Yeah. So. Dude, that's that'd be awesome to see, man. Yeah. I, I I always like, especially trying to do social media or trying to put stuff out. Yeah. Um, like I'm, like, I'm always like encouraging people like to just go get it, you know. Yep. Like you never know, and the main thing is you love what you do exactly yeah, like if you love what you do then and you never get any traction then you just did you spent a lot of time doing something you love exactly yep. you know that's I, right yeah that's right if you, if you wake up in the morning like i said if you love taking pictures keep doing it yeah you know that's what i tell everybody you know i've been on a few podcast shows and they tell me what kind of advice can you give a young content creator that's coming up and i said i tell them the same thing like what i just told you if if you love making content you love making people laugh. Keep pushing it. Mm-hmm. You know, go get it. Like you said, and and you know, like I said, the, the hating it, it's part of the job. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna get hated, but at the same time, you're gonna get supporters. Yeah, and that's what you look forward to is the people that support your stuff. Oh yeah, and that that that'll make you go even more harder. Oh yeah, because these supporters are asking you keep going, keep going, keep pushing. Just keep on moving forward. Don't yeah. let that hater drag you down. Mm-hmm. So what was it like for you when the moment you started getting, when you started think uh, looking and going, bro, I think I can do this yeah. social media thing. 
It, it started off from that mayonnaise video. I don't know if you saw the mayonnaise video. I did see the mayonnaise video. Um, I love me some mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with mayonnaise. You can't go mayonnaise. Man. I don't know some more, but I know, but I know that mayonnaise yeah, is very important to our culture. Yeah, guacamole. Yeah. yeah. So it, it uh, I, it. You know, How'd cre- you come up with that, bro? Cre- the credit. I was just okay, about to yeah. say that the credit goes out to Alfred, it, it, the um the Samoan dude. So he he had a YouTube page way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he he had a character called Chef Pirikaki. So his his character, he was making um an egg sandwich. You know, the egg sandwich? And then he was smashing the eggs and then he brought out a can. By long, he's called it egg salad sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they are like, bro. That's right. Egg sandwich, bro. Yeah, okay. egg sandwich. So he brought out a, a bottle of mayonnaise and then he just started scooping. He put mayonnaise and then next thing you know, kuwa, kuwa, the mayonnaise. And he just kept going. So I just, I, I took that and I just made a video out of it. And then... It blew up overnight. Yeah, and then that's when I started getting all these people. Say, oh, well, that's that's funny. That's the first thing I heard. No, no, no. You should do more videos. And then that that's just what gave me the confidence to do that. And then I just I just started doing because I it eventually grew into something I love doing is making content. Yeah, you know I just love making a fool out of myself and just making people laugh. Yeah, but I I believe that's where it started from. That's where I started getting more and more likes and people supporting my. My videos, yeah, and it just went from there till now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, were you always funny? No, <laughs> no, yeah, oh, gosh, <laughs> no. The, the, were you always entertaining? No. Did people always like laughing? No. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I was funny to my siblings. Okay, okay. You know, amongst, yeah, yeah. you know, you know how you are. You're a comedian, yeah. funny to your siblings. Yeah. But like I was saying, I was shy growing up. It took me a lot to get out of my shell. And then uh, I, I believe making these videos is what brought me out of my show. But if you were to ask me if I'm funny, <laughs> I'll still say no. You know, I, I just... Nah, you're pretty funny, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just you know, make a fool out of myself to make somebody laugh. Because a, a lot of the stuff I do, we can relate to it. Oh, that's, yeah. That's what makes it funny. Yeah. I'm just bringing out something that, that we relate to. So they find what I do funny. But am I funny? Uh, you know, I always tell myself, I'm not funny. What I do is funny. Bro, you're funny. You know one of the best things about your content, though? Yeah. Your content is funny to, to especially Samoans everywhere. And it does. it's not like, it doesn't feel like when I watch it, it's like, that's coming out of Samoa. Yeah. Or that's coming out of Hawaii. <laughs> right. You know, not, not to say anything about that, but it just doesn't feel like yeah. this is the only market you're ever going to have. Right. Right? Like, it's funny to everybody. And I laugh at it, but my mom, she really laughs at it because she... <laughs> You know, like she understands the language. She understands yeah. a lot of the nuances of what's yeah. what's funny about it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I try to throw in our our Samoan language in. Yeah, there. you do. So, though. so I, I I put the subtitles for our non-speaking Samoans. Yeah. So it. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Samoan book somewhere though. I've been trying to learn. I've been trying to learn for twenty years. Hey, you know what's funny now? I, I was just looking at your Bible on your speaker. Oh yeah. Um, growing up, my grandma always told me, if you want to learn how to speak Read Samoan, the Bible. Read the Samoan Bible. That's what they say, yeah. She always tells me that. If you want to learn the language, you want to pronounce it right, read the Samoan Bible. Every If you finish it, start it over again. So, yeah, I, I try to throw in our Samoan language in all my content yeah. to, to, to try to, you know, reach out to more of our Samoan-speaking mm-hmm. uh, audience. I love it, man. Yeah. So, well, What's been the toughest part about... Um Cause content creation, man, it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. Like it feels like I don't know about you. Like I help, I help some people out too, post content, but it always feels like, bro, if you don't have a plan, it's just like, bro, it's like, I feel like I'm losing every single time yeah. until a, until something's posted, right? 
and I'm thinking about caption, thinking about all of these things. Exactly. But like, what what are some some of those challenges that people might not know? I think the challenge is is is, is trying to come up with new content every day. You know, every day I'm I'm you always gotta brainstorm and and think of ideas of what your next content because if if you're not pushing content every day, you're you're losing your audience. So in order to keep that audience, you gotta keep posting content every day and. I think that's the challenge is trying to find uh, new content, trying to find new uh, topics, or or so basically I I try to do content of, of what's trending, you know, depending on what's trending in social media or in the world, you know. So you, you just try to add a, a funny twist to what's trending, or um, come up with ideas that other people that can relate to, whether it's our poly people or what's going around in in, in Hawaii. In the mainland, so but whatever you see that that's trending, you, you content creators always try to throw a twist at it, mm-hmm. and try to throw a punchline, not just copying it, right? right. Yeah. So if you do end up trying to copy what they do, you, you do it in your own way, yeah, in your own way, throw a twist in there yeah. and make your own punchline. But I think that's the challenging part about. It. And then the only the other challenging is is it takes a lot to edit a one minute video, bro. A lot, a lot, yeah. A lot, you know, like the different scenes, you know, because I play two characters. That's what I'm saying. You got to go back and forth. It, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's a long time. Like I have to play one role, switch robes, and then play another role. Yeah. And you're not, and you're doing it, you're doing it like one line at a time? Or one you're, line or at you're a doing, time. Or you're doing it like you got all your lines, you're going to read Yeah. It. Yeah. So I, like one character, I'll do his whole line. And mm-hmm. then I'll switch and do the other character one. So, so you're a playwright, an actor, exactly, an editor. <laughs> exactly. You're everything. You're a everything. director, editor, producer, promoter, <laughs> the actor. You know, Bro, how do you have time to do that, though? Because you're doing the, the business full time. It's hard. A, yeah. lot of, a lot of time, it's hard. I, I, I try to squeeze it in as much as I can. And then, like you said, when you come home and you bring your job home with you, and then you're tired, you know, but then... You know, like like I said, then you, the Niners lose, and then you got <laughs> a lot of times. Thank you, Lord. Right? Yeah. Thank man. you, Brock Purdy. <laughs> thank you, man. Oh man, I know there's a lot of Niner fans that hate me, but yeah. man, I was so happy. With I don't like the Chiefs either. I don't like the Chiefs, but the Niners. I, I just I had to go with Mahomes winning that third ring. You, know? you like you like that. I don't like that either. But, but what about when Brock Purdy was praying and stuff, though? Uh, oh, that didn't that didn't be like I gotta just go with the you know. Well, you, when you look at Brock and then you look at the Niners fans, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 nah, <laughs> that ain't that ain't enough for me. Yeah. Oh man, you I feel like I won the Super Bowl when the Chiefs won. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how happy I was. I was screaming like we won the Super oh, Bowl. My. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> And my wife's like, why are you cheering? You're a Chargers fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got nothing to cheer for. I'm a Titan fan. Been one my whole life, bro. It's uh, just been... It's sad. It's sad. But you know when we had Marcus Mariota, bro? I was so happy. Yeah. You yeah. guys were good. Yeah. You guys were good. Bro, I almost switched when they traded him. Oh. I almost switched. To the... Where did he go? He went to the Oakland Raiders. That's right. Not to Oakland, though. Gosh, no. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no. Like I, Ra- you know, Raider Nation, fans? I was gonna be like a Packers fan or something. Like oh, something's man. different, you know. I was like, I gotta do something different. Yeah, Raider Nation fans, they're oh, they're crazy. You ever too. gone to a game? No, I've never been to any. Prefer- I'm a Laker fan too. Oh, me too. Die I'm hard, die hard, die hard. Fan. Yeah, I'm a die hard Laker. LeBron fan. sometimes make it hard though. Ugh. Off the court, you just make it hard. That's all. No, AD, he makes it hard too. AD makes it really yeah, he hard. Makes it hard. Yeah, that guy is the softest guy in the. 
freaking NBA man. She's softer than Charmin. Man. But if AD wanted to be my friend, AD, you a hard dog. You a dog. He's a. Beast. I disagree with this guy. Yeah. But I want to be your friend. Yeah. Come on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to get AD on now, no, man. Man, AD, you're the man. man. You're the man, bro. Yeah. But sometimes you play soft, but you're still the man. <laughs> yeah. Man, the Lakers are like, oh, yeah, it's hard. We won the in-season tournament, though. I know. Right? And then after that, we just started going downhill. I mean, we're getting up there. But I love the Lakers. With a, basketball is my first love. Yeah. Yeah. So that, And then I, being a Lakers fan, I, I just my, my brother got me into being a Chargers fan. Because a lot of people don't know this, but I used to be a Niner fan. <laughs> I did. Oh, bro. All and, the, and all you got saved. <laughs> <laughs> right? I started going back to church again. And right? <laughs> Not 95, when they went, they played the Chargers in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But you felt bad for the Chargers. Is that what I, it was? I, I didn't. It was Junior oh. Seau. Oh, yeah. When I saw him play, he, he was a beast. And then my brother, he was already a diehard Chargers fan. So, I, you know, I couldn't... St- Stop him from telling me about the Chargers every day, and eventually I just switched over to the Chargers, and I, I I've been a diehard Chargers fan yeah. since yeah. But Junior say oh oh yeah yeah. Don't make a joke out of this, please. That's my family. Really? Yeah. Don't make a joke. It's serious. It's serious. Yeah uh, yeah 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 yeah. Man. Yeah, my dad's side. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. make a joke of it. Don't you, make a joke. Yeah, that, don't do that's like, what's no, up. I don't want to see tomorrow's videos. <laughs> Junior say how's my uncle. <laughs> But he really is your uncle. He really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Bro, but you know what's embarrassing? Like, they're distant from me. Like, close to my dad. My dad and, and I guess his mom and my grandma were really close. My uh, His mom and my grandma, Auntie Luisa. But I thought I was in, like, so when I was in the college, I was stopping off in L.A. So I just messaged the, the, the family, like the kids. Like, hey, man, what's up? I'm, I'm related to this auntie. Bro, they never hit me back. What? Yeah. Oh. They never hit me back, bro. On Facebook, back in the day when Facebook was popping, yeah, I never got a message. Back. Hit them up again, man. No, hit them up, hit up again. again. I'm gonna yeah. try, you know. But yeah. but I, I, my mom told me we was related to Junior Sale. Are you? Because he's from my mom's village. Oh, for real? Oh, new. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, I don't really tell people I'm related to Junior, but no, I'm really, uh, yeah. I know you're, uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm related to him too. You know what I mean? So we're both related. So I'm related. I know, I know somebody. I'm related to somebody that's related to Tua. Tua's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I live behind Tua. Hey, oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. With the, the grandpa's house? I live behind oh, Tua. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like, Dude. this is Tua's house. My dad's house is right here. Oh, what? Yeah, my dad's church and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So Tua is my cousin. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> Bro, that's I don't, don't want to see your next skit is you behind a yeah, mic going like... That, that's where that two of my cousin's skit started from, yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, we are related to them, though. Yeah. Now, two is legit, though. Yeah. I hope the best for them. I was so scared when he got the thing. I was almost like, that's not worth it, man. Yeah. He 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 don't get enough respect that Love, he deserves. Bro. Yeah, you know, he does a lot of A lot of these analysts, they really get on Tua, but Tua is a bad boy. Yep. He's a bad boy. He's good, man. man. He is. You know what's crazy? A lot of Hawaii people hate on the kid. They, they do, man. Bro. They do. They, like I'm like, bro, I'm rooting for him. I want him to do good. You know? He's better than uh, everybody else I've seen come yeah. out of here. I want to support him. You know? well, I don't... When he was at Alabama, everybody loved him. Oh, yeah. Now that he's in the NFL. Because, yeah. you know, NFL fans, man. It's probably that teal color, though, people don't like. Probably. That teal and orange. <laughs> or that tuna on their head. Or that tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Or that little dolphin thing on the head. That's probably what it is. It's not even personal. It's just right. they can't help themselves. Yeah. Well, Tua's the man, though. He's bro. good, bro. His, Talia, 
He's another one. Yeah. He's another one I think that's going to blow up in, yeah. the, in the league when he gets up there. I just, like, for me, it's always, like, whenever I see somebody coming up, I always, like, I want to support them. I want to, like, I'm, yeah. I root for I root for people that, you know, are from where we're from. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want anything. I don't want them to suck. You know, I, I want them to do really well. But I just notice a lot of people just can't. That's probably a theme right now that we've been talking about. It, it's a lot of hate out there. It is. Dude, who got crazy. the energy for that, bro? I don't know. It's crazy, but you're right. Yeah, you're right. And then look, like look at Tua, and then you look at it now. There, there's a lot of Samoan quarterbacks now. Yeah, a lot of upcoming Samoan quarterbacks that are coming out. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I I truly believe it's what Tua started. Yeah, you know, Tua starting that. I mean, who who would have thought that we have a, a NFL superstar as a quarterback yeah. right now? Um, yeah, you know what I mean. And Tua, I think I believe Tua started that. Marcus. Oh, and well. Two is fool someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Marcus, yeah. His seismic speech, bro, that's as good as my Samoan gets here right. at the end. So Mar- yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's, it's Marcus and then Tua. And then these guys started. But I think they started, yeah. Yeah, these guys yeah. started. But I think like Marcus came on a little later, right? Yeah. Like he came on a little later and Tua was from the jump from sophomore year, freshman year, sophomore right. year. Yeah. And just good all the way through. He Decides was, to go to Alabama after they won the national championship. Oh, he was exciting. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Tua was exciting, yeah. man. Yeah. Good parents too, man. I met them. I met them like once at a little Polynesian thing. Yeah. But really nice. They signed my son's jersey and all oh, that. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. They are nice. Yeah. Yeah, Tua's parents. I'm like, wow, Tua's tall for He he is. But then yeah. when you look at him on TV, yeah, he, he looks, looks so small. small. Yeah. So you know these NFL these players, big, yeah. yeah, man, that's crazy, man. Dang, dude. So you been like you, you get the content out. You doing the you doing church. You doing Vifala. Vifala. Yeah. You doing you doing the food truck. You doing yeah. all kinds of stuff, man. Yeah. How you balancing it all? I I don't even know, man. I don't even know. It's all. Gone. You don't have an assistant? No, it's just my wife. Okay. Yeah, I wish I had an assistant. That yeah. would make things so much easier. Yeah. And then um, I I also do uh, movies and shows. For real? Yeah. So I, I've been on a few shows like Doogie Kamealoa. Yeah. I know what you did last summer. And uh, I did a few uh, like on Next Go Wins. I was in that. You movie. were on that? Yeah. I didn't watch it yet. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So. Um, oh, so you're on there. Yeah. So I also. You got do, an agent for that or no? Yeah, I have an agent. I'm, I'm through uh, Bliss Models and Talents. Okay. Lashana. So um, I just recently got an audition call for NCIS. Oh, for real? Yeah, and then the Lilo and Stitch movie. Yeah. Um, and they're they're about to film Moana, so they're looking for actors for that too. So, oh, so you're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So it, if it wasn't for my content creating, I think that's what got me more involved in in you know auditioning for movies yeah. and, and TV roles. Um, a lot of it had to do with um Russell Satelli, because um, <clears throat> us that was working with Russell, he kind of got us into trying out to do movie roles and stuff. So I, I, I tried it out. I experienced it. And, you know, that's something also that I'm doing. I mean, I don't get every audition that I get. But when I do, you know, it's it's a blessing. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. But like you said, if I if I have an assistant, I wish I did. Yeah. I wish get it some made, stuff done. Yeah, it'll make things easier. Man. Yeah. But, I, like, it's, it's surprising that, like, all the content you're putting on and you're just doing it yourself. Because I know a lot of people are sending content off. Yeah, like overseas to to get cut up and stuff. Yep. But I mean, who could do Samoan content? I know, right? That's right. But you, you know, it's funny. You know how down here we have uh, OC sixteen that does these local shows, mm-hmm. and then you look at the New Zealand. They have shows like um, Fresh TV, Coconut TV, 
And they, they work with their local content creators. Oh, for real? Yeah. And then, you know, they bring in their local... I, I wish we had shows down here that, that that did that for us, content creators. Yeah. You know, like the brothers. Yeah. And all, you know, show like I love those oh, guys. Oh, bro, that was, that was the good. The brothers. Yeah. I, I love those guys. They're another reason why I got into oh, content creator. Yeah. When they did their Samoan um, Get, Fiti Come and, down from the tree. Yeah. Fiti and Heha. Oh, oh bro. Man. Yeah, that was good. When they do Fiti and Heha... I love that, man. Oh, they were legit, man. They were legit. Tony Silva and, and, and them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they're another reason why I got into content. Because I used to watch their show every time. Yeah. And I, I, I wish Hawaii had, you know, I wish they worked with local content creators. Because there's a lot of us out here in Hawaii. I know, man. There's a, yeah. A lot of us. You guys do. I, I used to see you guys doing a lot more. Maybe that was during COVID or something. You guys yeah, were doing was, a lot more collaborations. Yeah, it was before. during COVID. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a lot of us. Uh, went our own ways and did our own videos. And mm. Some of them are still together, but it, like like I was saying, if if we had local TV shows that will work with our local content creators, I, I I think that would be a good thing. You know, I think a lot of people would tune in more. Yeah, but more people are are more on social media rather than watching TV. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, hardly it's, anybody watches TV now. Yeah, it's yeah. like um, they got to get on it because social media is gonna gonna win the day, right? It like is. It's, just, it's not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, you know, I mean, nobody's gonna watch cable unless it's football. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the kids nowadays, it's crazy. It's crazy walking around and seeing a, a elementary kid with a phone. You know what I mean? Back then, I, I my dad would never give me a phone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so I got a brick phone when I got to high school. Right, bro. that's what I got. Man, I had pay phones, man. <laughs> Do you have a pager? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You had a pager? I had a pager, man. Bro, well, you got to type hello by writing 4837770. And then and then write uh type in 143. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I just turned it around. Oh, yeah. bro, that's hilarious. I know. But like looking at the kids now, like they they a lot of them got cell phones and a lot of them more like TikTok. Mm -hmm. A lot of the kids like dancing. They like dancing in front of their phones. Oh, now. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, man. for me, I got a sibling. Uh, my sister, my youngest sister, we're 19 years apart. So she's still high school. She's a freshman in high school. Oh, yeah? 19 years apart. It's a different world she's living in, you know? It is. It's a different world. So kids media. now, they got it made. You can mm -hmm. do everything on your phone. Everything, bro. Everything. Research, Google. Like, yeah. I remember I remember the when I was in at Iolani, the first time I found out about Google. You just go on, you type this, bro. type this question, press OK, press go. and You know what I mean? Back then, we had to literally grab the dictionary, the encyclopedia. <laughs> hey, that's, I didn't have to do that. I, was, <laughs> See? I didn't have to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. It, did you guys walk to school and climb a mountain as well? Oh, Jeez. No. I had to walk to school, though. Did you use a, did you use an alligator as your pencil? <laughs> <laughs> no. Back in my day. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was lucky enough I didn't have to. Oh, man. <laughs> That was a uh, the what is that called? What is what are those guys? Laughing Samoans, bro. Remember man, that? I love Tofinga, man. You ever met him. those guys? Yeah, he bought my father from us. For real, Tofinga, dude. That, how was that for you, man? It, it, I was starstruck. I was starstruck. E even when Tua's parents came, to I met Tua's parents. They bought my father from us. So our our business, we we met a lot of a lot of famous people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you watch Hawaii Five O. I do. Oh no, not really. You know the big guy that sells shrimp. Yes, I do know that yeah, guy though. He came and bought from. Oh, us. for real? Yeah. So, that, I mean, we're we're fortunate enough that our business we got to meet famous people. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What's your goals for your business? 
oh man, we want to open up a storefront. Mm. So hopefully we can open open up one here in Hawaii, and uh, e- eventually grow into opening up more stores and transitioning out to the mainland. Yeah, we get a lot of people that that try to get us to move to like Vegas. A lot of people trying to get us to move to Las Vegas, mm-hmm. but you know after I, I, Vegas is our second home, but after experiencing it, man, I, I can't f- see myself living up there. Even though like a lot of people get priced out of living in Hawaii, mm-hmm. Hawaii is still home. Oh yeah, it's still home to me. Yeah, yeah, so, it is expensive out here though, man. It is. It's crazy, dude. It is. I, f- I don't feel like people are just helping. Like yeah, the situation ain't help. Gas ain't helping. That's it's for not sure. Gas. Yeah. Everything, it's expensive, man. Dude, so storefront, huh? Yeah. So mm. that's that's our goal. Our our goal when we first started was getting a food truck. Now we have three. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and then now our next goal is to try to to get a storefront and hopefully transition out to the mainland and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, like, did you see that uh, Oakland the stadium? They got like somebody selling pokeballs out there and stuff. I heard. That's awesome, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Oh man. There, there's a lot of Samoan business owners mm-hmm. that are coming out, and and it, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I love it, dude. I, I got a, I got a cousin that started. I don't know how it's going or anything. I don't know. I, I'll talk about it because it's public. It's LLC. Yeah. Um, he started a, uh, like a little Samoan store, but they just sell like luau leaves and uh, like fospovi and stuff like that. But here they in got, Hawaii? No, in in Vegas, he just started. He oh. lives here though. Oh yeah. And he got family out there, so they just started like a little store kind of thing, and they deliver. Because he said every time he has to go up for a falafelave, he's always cooking and trying to drive to San Francisco to pick up yeah. like Fosbovi or something like that yeah. or Pisupo. Right. And so and Luau leaves. So he's like, man, we're just going to ship it there. So yeah, he's been doing that. Oh, that's I don't know good. how that's going, but yeah. That's good. Yeah. It, it, it's good to, to, to have someone because a lot of them reach out to me to try to advertise and promote their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of clothing uh, businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, Tano, and, Tano will reach out to you? No, I, I hope if you're watching Tano, you can reach <laughs> I like to wear Tano as well. Man. I only got one shirt, but yeah. I would love to preach in it. I know. I know. <laughs> Just right. Reach out. Reach out to Christian. <laughs> Tano never reached out to you yet? No, But man. you're the most Tano person we got. Oh, man. Next I, to The Rock. I, I wish. Yeah, even Uncle Rock. Uncle yeah, Rock. Reach, reach out to me too, <laughs> <Just> Uncle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Tano, I would love to promote their stuff. Yeah. Hey. I would love, but there there's a lot of Samoan business owners. Yeah, out there. I saw you do the village too, right? Yeah, promoted with Rock. Yeah, yeah, I did a couple of Rocky shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocky blessed me with some of his shirts. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I like his clo- his shirts. Man, it feel good. Yeah, I do like the his material. material. Yeah, the material is nice. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta get in shape. <laughs> man, what you you look gotta, buff, man? Gotta get in shape. <laughs> gotta get in shape to to feel that right material. You know, man. Cool that's guy. Like, Rocky's cool. He's a cool guy. Cool but guy. same thing. Like I talk to Rock all the time. Like. Man, like it's just hard being a like entrepreneur when yeah, he's a busy guy too. Yeah, he's a busy guy. Rocky, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he makes it happen. Yep, he makes it happen. Yeah, man. and like it's just like if you're trying to build something, you just can't get beyond the work. Yeah, you can't get beyond it's whatever you're trying to do. It's gonna be hard work. Right. You know what I mean? And don't be afraid of the work. Don't be afraid to be tired and things right. like that. You know exactly. Like I was, I, I talk to like even our church all the time. Like, listen, you're like God was working and He rested one day. You know. And he made us before the fall, before sin entered the world. Yep. Man was given a job to do, right? Tend the garden, take care of it, right? Work is harder because of sin, whatever. It is. But but work is still what God made us to do, you know? Right. Like yep. we made us to work. Um, even though 
it's by the sweat of our brow. But exactly. <laughs> we're gonna be feeling like I'm sweating in here. You know what I'm exactly. My, my brows are really wet right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you can't get past the work. So you got that for your the opening open, open a food truck. You got like a timetable for that? I'll be open a storefront. Hopefully by next year. Dang, that's exciting. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. We we were trying to make it happen this year, but who's the rest? Like, who does the rest? Who came with all the recipes that you guys do? My sister in law. Oh, for real? Verona. Yeah. yeah. So she she's the the whole headmaster for this business. The wow. the name, the the ingredients. Oh yeah, so, where'd the name come from? So the name that that's the name of their grandfather. Oh, Pierre so he's he's a pastor too. Dang, you guys yeah. got a lot of pastors. Yeah, in. Reverend Pierre Yeremia. So he started the Miley Church of the Nazarene. Okay. Um, uh, so, and then when he passed away, uh, my father-in-law took over. Mm. And then um, they just named it after their their grandfather. Okay. So when we first started, like, that, that was so, so hard for customers to say Parafoti. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they got all kinds of names. For yeah. Them. But now it's to the point where they say it with ease now. Yeah. Parafoti. So, yeah, she started everything. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, man. my sister-in-law started everything. So, like I said, when she first said she was gonna do it, people laughed at her. But yeah. I think that's how it is when people you tell. That's people, how it is. You're gonna tell them you're gonna do something in yeah. life because people gotta people gotta feel like they it can't be that they weren't able to do able to do it. Right. It's gotta be that it's a dumb idea. That's why exactly. I haven't done it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny where it is now. Yeah. Yeah, and the people that that laughed at her. They're doing the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, who are they? <laughs> what color is their truck? <laughs> what is the color of their truck? Is it red? No, no. I, don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's crazy. Man. But yeah, like every, circle. everybody can say whatever they want to say, but unless you're doing it, like it doesn't really matter, you know? Exactly. And that's uh, what I say. Yeah, and yeah. there's like there's a lot of. Um, like to me, when I look at it, like I, I see my dad do it all the time. I keep going back to him, but he's he's like uh, he's in the business. I'm just in the church, so. But like I always see him like help guys out to start. You yeah. Know? Like hey, that's your competition. Right. He don't care. Yeah. You know, like Take there's enough. Yeah. There's yeah. enough for everybody to. There's enough support out there for everybody to eat. You know. It exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And they're only gonna make us better. You know. Yep. I totally agree. I totally agree. We like like I said, Marcus and Tofa Kesi. Um, they're they're the reason why we we are where we at now. I, I give them some credit because they helped us. Mm. But like you said, like your dad taking somebody under their wing, you know, you want the next person to eat just as much as you do. Yeah, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So Marcus and what's their, what's their name? Uh, Tofa. Tofa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they and where are they at? They're in Vegas now. Okay, they, that's the one that moved to Vegas. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So, but they were down here. They were down here. They had their own food truck business, uh, Mama's Island Flavor. Mm-hmm. And they they sold nothing but Samoan food. And it, it was good. Oh. Yeah, I missed those, the supper suey and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Dude, my um, my mom's, my one of my uncle's friends, they just moved up, but they they used to sell like Poi Mochi stuff. And oh. They're, they're in Utah now. Oh, Mochi Ali? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Losa yeah. and Seal. Yeah. 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 Seal, yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're co- um, close with them. For real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We know them from way back when I was a kid. Yeah. So yeah. They're, they're family with Marcus, too. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What a small world. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So, yeah. I, underst- so I understand the. It's just, it's hard, man. Yeah. They they were big down here, too. Yeah. They were. Mochi Ali? Yeah. Oh, man. So now they're up. They're not up with Mochi Baby in, in Utah. Yeah. So me and Seal. Did the the show together? 
on Doogie Kamelo. Oh, for real? So me and him was on the same episode. He he was uh, I actually played a vendor on that episode. For real? And Seal was part of Mochi Lay was part of that uh scene. Yeah, Seal is like uh Uncle Seal's uh my my mom's brothers. They're like best friends. Wow. Yeah, they're best friends. What a so small world. My uncle man. them live in the one that live in Sac. Yeah. They um yeah, they they were down here and so they come they came over before they left and Oh. But we've man. known them for years, man, since some way back in the day. Oh man! Yeah, what a small world. Small world, man. man. Well, I mean, everybody in Hawaii pretty much knows each other. Man. Yeah, we're all cousins. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I want some of my cousins to come well, on. Watch us after this show, and yeah, we yeah, find yeah. out we're actually yeah, cousins. Yeah, no. <laughs> we need some. We all, we're all cousins. Yeah, my man. dad's gonna call me. Hey, you know that guy you did the the vid? That's your cousin. That's your oh, cousin. Oh man! Wow. See, I knew that's it. why we were, that's why we connect like that, bro. Yeah. We're cousins. But man, your cousins be hating on you, though. <laughs> Tell me about bro, it, bro. That's how I used to feel, though. I used to feel like, you know, because you were in the military and then you came to Hawaii. I was in, um, you know, I went here and I went to Iolani. And I went, like, I, I always felt like uh, I was Samoan Filipino. This is like before being Filipino was cool. Yeah. Which people don't understand. It wasn't cool until Manny Pacquiao won a belt. For real, man. It wasn't that cool. For now, real. now it's like people are like Filipino and Black Eyed Peas got the song Filipino. <laughs> bro, when I was growing up, it wasn't that, bro. Right? It wasn't that. So I'm Samoan Filipino. That's why I got jumped at White Paul. I was like, what's up, Who's The guy was like, what you said, Filipino kid, bro? Was punched me in my face. What? Yeah, I cried. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> Your boy cried. But anyways, he got like from his mom right in front of me. So <laughs> he got his, bro. Um, Full circle, man. Full circle. I watched it too. I was like, oh, no, don't, don't. Oh snap! Don't do him like that. <laughs> like, oh, with the head. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't hit! Don't hit him with the right. <laughs> oh, we hit him with the right. Okay. Oh man. No, so like that's uh, a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. Like I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but so I was growing when I was growing up, man. That's what like. But I always felt like there is a there's a part of the Samoan culture which is like welcoming, like. Always welcoming. I love that about our people. Yep. So like even in the church, like I'm in a church where there's Samoan people, there's Bahian people, there's all kinds of different people, but they come over our house and they feel welcome here. And But it's because like in, with Samoan culture, like, hey man, if you're an outsider, you come close to our family, like we're going to take care of you like you're our family. Right. At the same time, there's also the other side, which is like, man, you're just not Samoan enough. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not this or you're not that, or you don't, you don't, you don't do, you know, you're not Samoan enough. Yeah. That's basically what it is, you know? Or your Fiapalangi or stuff like that. Like you ever had you have to deal with that at all, or I, I as do. being a Samoan that grew up all over the place? I do. Yeah, I do. That that's what I mean. I I have a lot of family. You know, especially when there's family falavlavis, mm -hmm. and then you know you have your your cousins and stuff that that know and understand the culture and mm -hmm. the language, and I, I to me when I see them do stuff like that, I, I feel like they belittle mm. you know guys like me because I don't fully understand but then you know it, it, it that's how it's been growing up you know when people consider us plastic Samoans mm -hmm. that's, oh. that's don't need to be include me in no, that. No. <laughs> well I meant me, me. <laughs> you know, now I mean, you calling me I meant me and my, my <laughs> siblings yeah, yeah, yeah. me and my siblings but it, it's it's a tough thing to go through sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to see and hear yeah because you know you, you feel worthless that's that's mm -hmm. that's how I feel like what's your experience with the father of Lavis? Yeah, oh man a lot a lot of Fails, yeah. Um, dealing with the culture, you know. I mean, to this day, I, I, some of the culture stuff, I, st I still don't understand. Mm. You know, and I go and I, I, I try to, you know, watch it and try to learn from it. Mm -hmm. But then, 
you know, a lot, like I said, uh, to me, like a lot of the Samoans that do understand the culture, instead of trying to teach, you know, the others that don't know it, they belittle you, mm-hmm. you know? And I think a lot of times that's what a lot of the kids, they, you know, try to stay away from the culture because they get intimidated by mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. you know? But, you know, to me, like, if you understand the culture... Instead of belittling somebody, you know, help them understand. Help them understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of belittling them. Because I, I think that's why a lot of our kids are breaking away from the culture because they don't understand and they're intimidated by mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. I see that. Like, I know that part of practicing the culture is is, is important. So, like, I grew up around the father of love is. Yeah. It's my fault that I don't speak the language. Like, because, yeah. you know. Like I understand Greek and Hebrew, and I don't speak my language just because I didn't take the time. Wow, you know, that's good. Like, yeah, because you know, yeah. in in seminary, you're forced to learn it, right? right? Yeah. So I can read it. You know, I can understand the words. I can, you know, and so I know a lot of it is I didn't commit the the language. Yeah. I didn't commit myself to learning the language, and I could if I wasn't, you know, if I took the time. But yeah. I need to take that time. And at the same time, you know, on the other side, the people that do know. The culture and the language and all that, man. Your job, if you're trying to preserve the language and the culture, like you say you are, is to is to make it understandable for the kids. You know, right. make it so that hey, when you mess up or you don't do something right, okay, explain it to them yeah. instead of just like making them look like a fool. Because now you're not perpetuating the culture at all. Yep. Because yep. it's a when you come down to it, it's a beautiful culture. It is when it's done with respect. When it's not about the money. Right. When it when it when it's not just it's meant to help the family. It's not. Yep hurt the family and not hurt your own family. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. it's a beautiful culture. It is. You know? Yep. But a lot of things get messed up in it. And part of it is how you communicate it. Part of it is, like, doing things for show. It shouldn't ever be for show, yep. you know? That's right. That's the word I was looking for, for show. Yeah. You know, don't don't go out there and show off because you know your culture better than one other person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that that's true. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's your goals for like uh for your content for the uh, real Ati? My my goal every time is just, you know, to to make people laugh. You know, that that's just my goal period for my content. It's just to make people laugh. And um what like I always say what whatever comes my way because of my content, you know, that that to me that's a blessing yeah. from God. But then, you know, I'm just looking forward to just making more content and just Keeping that audience and that support, you know, just love my content that I make. Yeah, yeah. So. Are you? Are you? Um, do you like doing the shows though? You like that? Like you like um, the acting and all that? Yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's something new. You know, it, it's you. You're actually um, using what you learn from your content, like acting, and and putting it out there. You know, to you know explore Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because it, it 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 was an experience. It was it was definitely an experience, and it, it's it's long days. Yeah, <laughs> acting is long days for for how many seconds of screen time? Oh man, probably like a three minute scene. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. and it's like a freaking long. Day. Yeah. yeah, were you in Samoa? Was next goal? No, wins? it was filmed here. It was filmed here. It was filmed in Waipahu. Waipahu at the soccer field. You know, it's behind Waipao High School, yeah, the soccer complex. The complex. They filmed everything back there. That looked very Samoan. It did. A lot of a lot of the scenes, like the practice scenes, they filmed it in Kaneo's side. Oh, for real? But the games and stuff, they filmed it in, at the soccer complex. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. I mean, when was that being filmed? 
Man, four it, it started before the pandemic. For real? Filming started in uh, 2019, and they finally released the movie. So you year. were done with it back then? We were done before the pandemic. And you couldn't talk about it? No. Signed the NDA and all that? Yeah. Couldn't talk about it. Damn, bro. Yeah. So you couldn't flex like you couldn't flex on those guys. No. Like, <laughs> well, you, what is he even doing that for? Right. You're yeah. never gonna be in a movie for four years, bro. Yeah, four great. years. That's crazy. It took a long time, dude. Michael Fassbender was in it, bro. Yeah, dude, that's crazy that you was in yeah. that movie. And Taika. Yeah, Taika was in it. There was a lot of superstars that were in the movie, bro. Taika Waititi, you work for him, man. Yeah, man. Funny guy. Man. How was it watching them work, bro? The production was it nuts? I don't know. It's it's crazy when when you actually see like a a star and real person, it, it feels weird, you know. Rather than seeing them in person than on TV. That's how I felt when I saw you, bro. <laughs> when I saw you at the yeah, because yeah, we we had talked on social yeah, media. It, just, it feels weird. I was like, I was like, what if you know? He might not know. I gotta walk out to him. <laughs> I just gotta say hi, bro. I yeah. just parked right by your truck right. on accident. <laughs> I just walked out. I was like, hey, that's him. I know. It, 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 he blend. It's like he blends in with the, everybody else. Yeah, like you just look at him and you just I don't know because when you see him on TV, you know, oh, oh that's Tyco. Yeah, and then when you see him in person, you're like wow, that that's Tyco. <laughs> you know, that's Tyco. That's my yeah. cousin. Man, <laughs> no, we ain't related to him. He's he's Maori. Yeah, that's not a that's not us. Man, it's crazy though. Yeah. yeah, that was an experience though. Seeing him work, huh? that's crazy, yeah. man. That's like a that's a man my, to see him come up. Michael Fassbender, that, yeah, I was starstruck. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy that he that seen he Magneto. Like, yeah, Magneto, <laughs> oh, man. trying to teach soccer. Yeah, <laughs> he's small though. For real, in person he's small. Oh, they make him look tall though. That that's what I mean. When you see them in person, they look so different from when you see them on TV. Yeah. They look smaller. Yeah, because I thought he was tall. He looked tall. No, he's he's short. Yeah, yeah, Taika's tall. Wow. Yeah. And how long was the filming of that movie? Man, I think it was like three months. Yeah. Three or four months. Wow. Yeah. And, and you had it, to keep that a secret. Yeah. That's so crazy. And it's long days. That was a wild trailer, though. He said that um, I started off this not knowing anything about soccer. And after filming this movie, I feel like I know less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I was like, what? It's, it's crazy. The history of the American Samoa soccer That's, team. It's crazy, bro. 31 to zero. Yeah. 31 to zero. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Man. I got to watch the movie. I haven't watched it yet. Have you seen the documentary? No. Yeah, you, you have to watch the documentary. I've never seen anything. Yeah, watch the documentary to fully understand it. Yeah. And then when you watch the movie, then you'll you'll know. But the documentary, I, I think the documentary is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. Like, and yeah, that's tough. But some more, like you said, some more culture, bro. We just laugh. Like, it just, they'll laugh at that. Like, bro, look at those guys. I think the big thing about it is because um, it, it, it was based on American Samoa. Mm -hmm. So a lot, a lot of uh, Samoans were really looking forward to watching this movie. I mean, I mean, being a part of it was, yeah, was even big too. Cause yeah. there was a lot of Samoans that came out. Man, that's awesome, bro. Yeah. And then was there, there was Russell Satelli was in that too. Yeah, right? Russell's in that movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. The, a lot of the content creators are in the movie. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so that's that's what I mean. I I wish Hawaii had a a local show that that featured some of the local content creators. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. wonder, I wonder how you could do that. Like, what if what if you facilitated something like that? Man, I know. I mean, I don't know how to go about it, but I I wish there there was some way that you know we can have a local show. Yeah. Yeah, because like, how were you guys doing? Who was cutting up all the collaborations you guys were doing during COVID? Like, 
Were you guys doing that? Because you guys used to do. I know I saw you in a bunch of videos with everybody like together, like it, 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 all it, kinds of different people. Yeah, it goes back and forth. So wh whoever comes up with an idea, they would direct and and edit and and produce all of that. Mm. So whoever's idea for the video, they pretty much recorded and did everything. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we did a lot of like like Kulani Watson, um, Russell, and then the the Tongan guy with the long hair, David. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and then. Keely, yeah, so silly, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot, a lot of the local content creators. I remember that. Yeah, and so. then I see like less collaborations now. Yeah, I, before, I, yeah, just because maybe work or. I think it's that everybody started going their separate ways and and have full time jobs because a lot a lot of the content creators a lot of them have full time jobs mm -hmm. that they tend to, and come doing content was like a side thing for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, man, but it was cool. Like I, th I think one of the the benefits of comedy is bro just. Just sometimes people just need to laugh. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Laughing, they just need to laugh, yeah, bro. Best life sucks for, sometimes. You know, what I'm saying? like does. you just gotta laugh, bro. That's that's what I mean. You know, when I'm stressed out and I make videos, that's my stress reliever. Yeah. I mean, even watching other content creators, it's a stress reliever. But like you said, like laughing, it's the best medicine for everything. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bro, did you ever think about doing stand up or anything like that? Oh man. No. That's for. Like like uh, Tumua, like he's really good at that stand up yeah. comedy. I've never been to a stand up comedy thing. Me yet. either. Yeah, I've never <laughs> been. Yeah, even these improv shows. Yeah, I've never. I been. think I can do those improv shows. Yeah, I think I can do that. But stand up comedy, I think that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. There's a lo uh, local Samoan guy, James Mani. Yeah, he does uh, stand up comedy, and him and Tumua, like they make it look so easy. Yeah, but that's tough. That's like going up there and then freestyle rapping. You know what I'd I mean? rather freestyle rap than try to make people <laughs> laugh. Like, like, I could probably make people laugh freestyle rapping. Right? <laughs> See, right there. But that, that's what I mean. Stand-up comedy, I, I think that's tough. Yeah, that so, seems tough. But the guys that do it, they make it seem so easy, man. Yeah. And they're funny. Yeah. they're Because if your stuff's not funny, nah. Yeah, it's right there. It's feedback. Yeah, that's the, that's the last place you want to be yeah. if you ain't funny, man. Yeah, you can't pull that down. You know no. what I mean? That's up. Yeah. Dang, man. Yeah, but I mean... People always ask me that, but then I, I don't know. I don't know how would I do. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think I'll try experience it one time. Yeah. And see what happens. Try <laughs> try I, at your youth group first. <laughs> so check with them. <laughs> if I do do it, you're the first person I'm going to invite no, to come watch. Let me watch. know, bro. I'm sitting around. I'm let you know. <laughs> Keep no. Come, come down. Yeah. Come down, no. come down, come down, come down. Yeah, bro. I don't know what I would do if my friend got bombed at a stand-up comedy show, though. I would be hard, bro. Like it would. Whoo. I'd be embarrassed for him, bro. <laughs> kind of, it would feel like watching—I don't know—my favorite quarterback miss a read and right. just throw the ball in the dirt on the last play. Oh, that's how Herbert is. <laughs> <laughs> you referring to Herbert? I was referring to Brock Purdy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh yeah, well he did it in the biggest game. At least he prayed before. Yeah, true. You know, just <laughs> I like I like Purdy. I like Purdy. Yeah. Put him on another team though. I know, bro. I know. It's just the fans though. <sighs> they got good players. Cause you can't you can't not like Hufanga. Yeah, you Hufanga's know? a beast. I thought Fred, he was Fred Warner's. Fred a beast. Warner's a beast. Yeah, but man. 
Niner fans make it so hard. <laughs> bro, they make it so hard. Their flag's so big. Bro, it's just flying, and flapping it, everywhere. Yeah, just, just hearing that bang, bang, Niner gang. Bang. <laughs> bro, I was bro, I was at a pastor's meeting my anniversary day. Right. Two weeks ago. And the Niners was, you know, they're they're going to Super Bowl. I'm sitting down. Or it was against the Lions, I think. And uh, I was just sitting down. We are having a meal. I was like... They're like, oh, what you doing for the Super Bowl? I was like, nothing. I'm not doing it. Bro, pastor, pastor, bro, lose all his dignity. Bang, bang. <laughs> I'm like, what's that? What's that? <laughs> bang, bang. Bro, like dead serious, bro. I don't know. I was like, well, my son plays with Tyson Alu Alu's family, so I'm going for the Lions. And he's like, bang, bang. I'm like, bro, calm <laughs> down. You're a grown, grown man. Calm down. Bro, wow. he just kept repeating. Bang, bang. Bro, I'm like, oh, you. Man. Mad of God. Oh, <laughs> Mad of God. Man. Get a hold of yourself. Mad of God. Calm down, bro. I'm telling <laughs> you. Bro, he leans back in his chair. He just bang, bang. Bro, he was this. He thought I was seriously like hated on him just because I was like, you know, my son plays with the Alu Alu kids. So I would love to see him go to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. Like, nah. He just he cut you off. Couldn't take it, bro. He didn't man. let me finish, bro. Just bang, bang. Man. So he kept telling me. Yeah. But Niners fan, you do that to yourself. Right. It's been real quiet yeah. lately. Yeah, it, it is. It's been quiet yep. lately. Yeah, you don't see you don't you don't see Titan fans doing that. We don't be doing that. You definitely don't see Chargers fans doing that. No. Yeah, there's hardly any Chargers. Nobody fans. has wasted more good players than the Chargers. <laughs> That's, oh man, bro, it's hard, bro. It's hard watching you guys, man. It is Philip because you guys look like you guys look. Oh, they got the they're the best. They got good Austin Eckler. They got good line. They got the best quarterback. They got. Keenan it, Allen. It's coaching, man. Is that what it is? I, I truly believe it's coaching. Yeah. Always, yeah. though. It's always. Do you remember coach. back in the day when you guys had Phillip Rivers? Yeah. And you guys had LaDainian Thompson still in his prime? Yeah. Yep. Then you guys decided, you know, I know we've been running the ball with Lorenzo Neal blocking and we've yep. been smashed. You know what we're going to do? We're going to pass 40 times a game. Ugh. Remember that? That's I what do. you You guys did that. You guys I wasted LaDainian Thompson's That's last two I mean. years. That's what I mean. And I, I, I hope we don't do that with Herbert. Bro. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's what I mean uh, with Coach Harbaugh coming in. It's going to be good. He's going to change the atmosphere around yep. the Chargers. Man. Yep. Bro, yeah. but that guy you guys got from USC, he's he's, he's solid, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Tuli? Yeah. Tuli Tupuloto, yeah. Tuli Puloto? Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast, bro. Yeah. yeah. That guy's oh, good, man. Yeah. We got to get rid of Bosa. What? That oh, because he's a- injured? Nah, he's a crybaby, man. What? Is he, he crybaby? <laughs> I mean, he he's a beast, but man, he he cries. Okay, a lot. you see that? Do you see that? That's how somebody be honest. That's an honest fan base. The Chargers are honest with their players. Yeah. 49ers, bro, you couldn't say anything bad about their players. They they'll start crying. <laughs> True. Bro, they start defending Chase Young. True. He just got there, guys. Calm yeah. down. He's not that good. Exactly. I mean, he had that one sack he is in the though. Super Bowl. But before that, like, where was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I shouldn't even be talking, bro. I yeah. I'm not good. I can't get out there. <laughs> I can't. Bang, bang. Niner game. Nah, Titans coming, though. I can't wait for next year's 7 and 9 season. 7 and 10. That's what I got to look forward to, bro. Just Did you middle. guys get a coach yet? Um, I have no idea, bro. Oh. I almost thought of switching again. We we interviewed Mike Vrabel, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of becoming a Chargers fan. Really? Yeah, I really am. Oh, man. Bro, it sucks. It sucks being a Titan fan. The day you become a Chargers fan, you better let me know. Bro, I'll let you know, bro. Yeah. But I can't be out there getting the heat with you, bro. Oh man, I can't be hating. I can't. I can only hate right now. On the, right. I got you with me, but I can't hate by myself on the nine. Exactly. It's too much. It's too much to deal with. I can't I deal with it. Man, 
Dude, so you got you got into football. You like football? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Right, we gotta watch a game one day. I know. Have you been to a game? I've never been to I've been to a baseball game, a basketball game, never been to a football game. Man. I've only been to a college game. For real? Was it good? Yeah. It, it was good. It was in West Virginia. What? What was cool? I went to Marshall University. No offense to Marshall, but like <laughs> No, because my wife's my wife's cousin played for Marshall. Oh for Yeah. Why'd you tell me that first? No, but it, it, I'm not gonna. <laughs> right. But you're right. You, that you know, like Marshall. Yeah, it's not like ideal. It's not like yeah. You know, one in the big house watching yeah, Ohio yeah. State play. You know, I mean, they were playing West Virginia. Dang. Yeah, Mountaineers. Yeah, but what, was that when they had Pat White? No, no, they had that other uh, white guy. Oh, I forget his name. But Ma- Randy Moss went to Marshall. Yeah, Randy Moss went to yeah. Marshall. Byron Leftwich went to Marshall. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that other quarterback, too, from the Jets, the white guy. I forgot his name. Quarterback? Yeah. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He went to Marshall. Yeah. yeah. Noodle arm, Chad Pennington. <laughs> he wouldn't have the strongest arm, right? That's what right. they said. That's what they said about him. I didn't say that about him. That's what people said. Yeah. Dang, man. Yeah, I, I really want to watch a game, but, dude, it's so expensive. and It, it is. I want to go to a Laker game, too. Like, I always tell my wife. Yeah. I want to go to a Laker game. Bro, one day. One day. Dude, so, wait. So... What is your Sundays like? Because you're over there at the food truck? Yeah. You know, I don't know what, what... So we 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 used to have service six in the evening. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that, that gave us time to work in the morning. Yeah. And then right after we work, and then we go to service. Um, That that was before my father-in-law left. Oh, okay, okay. So now that he's gone, so we're steadily... We're trying to find a church building right now. And, you know, it's it's been... Because... It, that that's the hard thing about having a church here in Hawaii is trying to find a building, especially for Samoan churches. Yeah, a lot of them have it at church cafeterias, the gym, or, or even outside in the park. We, yeah, yeah, we were, like I said, having church at that building in Miley, but then when we left that, and then right now, like we have church at our Sing Park. Oh, Sing the, Park. Yeah, at the rec room over there. Oh, for real. Yeah. So. Oh, so you guys are setting up and tearing down and all that. Yeah. So we set up the chairs and then, oh man, that was the toughest thing being on praise and worship because I was the one setting up the, the instruments, the speakers, the mics. Yeah. So when I was earlier before we started, when I was watching you do everything, I was like, wow, I know how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing that by myself. Yeah. 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 It was just me. I had no help. I, I was setting up the monitors. For, for the I dunk. almost smash your fingers using the, putting the monitors up yeah. right, when you got to hold it and yeah. stick the pin in. And, and the, the speakers and then um, e- even the words, setting up the words on the laptop. Yeah. I had to do all that. For real? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like I was a one man team, like me and my wife. Yeah. And eventually we started bringing in church members and they started helping us do the words. But <laughs> we're even the one doing the, you know. Typing it in? Typing in the words every Sunday, getting Dang. it ready for praise and worship. Making sure the monitors work and the words are on. Yeah. The, the announcements, the bulletins. All of the that. The pastors of um, Bible readings and everything. Dang. Setting all that up. Wow. Who's a fifa over there now? Um, Right now we have our assistant pastor watching because he's only going to be gone for two years. Oh, okay. 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 So he's like on a two-year mission and yeah. he's going to come back. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we have our assistant pastor watching over service. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Dang, man. So you guys are doing a lot. Yeah. So we were like a one-man team because um, my father-in-law, he was also our lead uh, keyboardist. For real? So he played the keyboard. And he go preach? And he preached after. Oh, bro. 
And then I'm the one playing the drums, and then I got to go do the bulletins with as well. <laughs> and then my wife's singing, and she's the one doing. So who's padding when he's preaching? Huh? Like what? What he? What he? What he? What you? Nobody pat you padding with the drums? No, <laughs> no, no, I can't pad, do it. No so, so when he wants to sing a song, I gotta leave the, the, the key and go back on. The <laughs> But then when he's preaching and he wants to sing, he has to go back onto yeah. the keyboard. Bro, your wife must be talented, though. She must come from a, a talented yeah. musical family and stuff. Yeah, it, it's all from their dad. Yeah. Their dad, he's a very talented man. Yeah. Many talents, man. So um, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I learned everything I know about the ministry, I learned from him. Mm-hmm. Um, from media to running the praise and worship, um, whatever ministry there is, I learned all that from him. Yeah. Because when I was going to my dad, I didn't know anything. I was just a bus driver because you know the uh, every AOG had an AOG van that there's an AOG van. Yeah, so yep. I would I would pick up our church members from KPT, Camp Four, Mayor Wrights, uh, all all houses, yeah, yeah, Palolo, yeah. and then I bring them to our service. Dang. But with my father in law, when I came in, he he taught me everything because yeah. there's only two of them. My wife's a twin. Oh, for real? Yeah, her and her sister. So there was only do- them two and him. Yeah. So he didn't really have that was serving and doing that was serving okay. in their ministry. And then when I came on board, I, I just I jumped in. And what year was that you came on board? Uh, Helped them out. Two thousand eight. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah, two thousand eight from college, from high school. Yeah. So from two thousand eight till now, I've been doing ministry. Man. with him. See, that's a lot, man. Yeah. So I I, I wasn't really into ministry until I I, I met him. Yeah. Because um, and when did you guys get married? 2011. 2011. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I always try to avoid doing church stuff. Yeah. Growing up, because it to me it was, you know, growing up as like I said as a pastor's kid that that was, you know, one of the things that a lot of the kids try to avoid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really understand church and ministry until I met him. Yeah. So. That's what I mean. I was I was a one man team, and watching you set up everything, I was like, <laughs> wow. No. I, I I was I just got flashbacks, dude. I'm trying to I'm trying to help. I'm trying to get my my brother and teach my brother. My sister, she's like way more talented than me, um, but she's like in Kailua now with her husband and doing their thing. And, yeah. But um, my brother, I'm trying to teach my brother them, and I'm trying to teach like my little sister who's like in high school still, because uh, one of my goals, like just what your family is doing, is a huge blessing. Because my dad, my, like I said, my dad's like that too. But you guys being able to do it as a family is such a blessing. So yeah. I started like CNN Media. My wife and I started it. But like my goal is like eventually I am doing other people's content. I am helping people like strategize how they're going to communicate to the world. But I really wanted to do something where my family can do it together, you know. That's right. And like where we can serve together. Because yeah. when you think about it, like in, in the new, like in scripture, is how I think. But um, there's no distinction between what's what's not worship and what's worship right as a as a christian right everything that you do is worship to god everything you do is a is ministry to god mm-hmm. right like it's like what does uh, paul say right in everything that you do whether you eat or drink right do all to the glory of god everything should be done to the glory of god and so part of that is like starting this like podcast that was part of the the deal is i really wanted to like do something where my family could do it together yeah, you know yeah but we could all serve together so what you guys are doing to me is like an encouragement seeing your family cuz it's not easy working with family it's not easy um just adding the the stress of business to your family and all true, that true. and at the same time there's a beauty in being able to build something together yeah. in your family yep. you know that's true yeah yeah that's good yeah, yeah I, just just thinking about it, man. yeah no yeah. what you guys are doing man is good bro i think yeah. i think you got to like man it's like yeah, I, I, there's not 
like you said, to me, I think like, man, that's an encouragement to like any, um, anybody out there that wants to do business, anybody out there that wants to do something with their family, it is possible, you yeah. know, even ministry, mm-hmm. yeah, ministry, ministry yeah. yeah, like, like yourself, like, um, how did you know you wanted to be a pastor? You know, and bro, and, let me tell you this. And, I went up to play doing football. your doing your first sermon. Like, was that nerve wracking for you? I still remember my first sermon. Yeah. It was it was Ruth. Um, it was a no, it wasn't Ruth. It was it was in Colossians. But so how how I found out I wanted to be a pastor is I wanted to go to law school. Oh. I wanted to be a lawyer. And so I went I went to college with that intention. Actually, I wanted to play, and I found out really quickly I ain't going to the league. <laughs> I was smaller than the, I was like small. And I was slow. So, like, my coach, um, coach that actually, he coaches at Auburn now. But, yeah, he said that I uh, was built like a DB, but I ran like an O-lineman. Wow. I wasn't about to go to the pros. But it was good for me yeah. to know that. But one of the things that happened when I was in college is I started, I had some friends that started reading their Bible more and studying the Bible. And so I was always, like, I always loved serving. Like, my dad raised me in the church. And yeah. So... I started studying the Bible, bro, and I found out, like, man, I really love God. I really love Jesus. I, I really think that, man, everything else can be taken away. Because when you when you go to college, like, I say it jokingly, but when you find out you're not going to be playing for a long time, bro, it's devastating. It is. You gave your whole life to it. You gave your whole life to playing, and now that was your dream. that's your dream yeah. and your dream. Like, you ain't going to make your dream, and it's not because anything, not because you got injured. It's not because that. You're just not good enough. Yep. You're not good enough. And so... Real coming to that realization, I was like, man, this sucks. You know, I was kind of sad, but I realized, man, if if God takes away football, if He takes away sports, if He takes away school or wanting to be a lawyer, so my next best thing, right, was, well, if I can't play football, let me just do well in school, and I killed it in school. Um, I was a terrible student, Yolani, but like for whatever reason, I did really well in college, and um, um, wanted to go to law school. But talking to my friends, learning more about Jesus, bro, I was just like, man, what? was my biggest heart's desire was coming back home and telling people about Jesus, telling them about God, um, to teaching them about the freedom that comes with following Jesus, that it's not about the money. Yep, yep. It's crazy. It's not about the money. It's not about um, all these other things that people have distorted the gospel, right, and, like, made it about stuff it doesn't have to be about. Mm-hmm. So, like, my heart was always, like, man, come home and share the gospel. I always wanted to be in Waipau. Like, I had no dreams outside of living in Waipau. Just Waipau. Just Waipau. Yeah. And so I came home. Met my wife. She was like, she was, she had just graduated from Stanford and she came home with that same kind of heart too, that she had left her job as an engineer. Wow. She had left her job to volunteer with the youth, you know? And, um, so I met meeting her and talking with her and just seeing what she was doing. I was like, man, I want to do that too. And we gave up a lot. We gave up a lot of dreams. We got up, gave up a lot of like, you know, opportunity to, to look successful in the world's eyes right. to plant a church, to be a part of a church. Got a part of a church, started serving. I ended up just, my dad hired me. I was a terrible electrician. Got fired. <laughs> I was like, oh, bro, it was, it was too hard Child, for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just wasn't me, you know? I had been studying my whole time, and I came back and was like, is this my life? And I was right. two days in, bro. Yeah. I, I was like, I can't even use a hammer. Um, And they didn't even use hammers as electricians. <laughs> Bro, like, it was so bad, bro. Like one time, dude, I showed up for work and I like at 6.58, I was like, oh, I got to use bathroom. Bro, I went to a porta body use. I just sat down and just watched my phone. I was like, wow. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm just like, dead, I'm just beat, bro. I can't do this. So I was a terrible worker. Probably should have just sucked it up. 
But I got um, hired by a church part-time. And so I was part-time there just serving. And it was kind of at that time where I was like, man, you know, I want to go learn more about the Bible so I can teach people. And so that's kind of what led me to getting hired at the church, going to seminary. And then, and then, uh, cause I didn't want to just jump in and just teach stuff that wasn't true. Like I wanted to understand the Bible, wanted to understand what was actually being said so I can teach people. And so that's kind of what, where God led me. So my wife ended up going back to work as an engineer and took care of our family while I went to school. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, so she, she kind of held it down as an engineer. Was that all here in Hawaii? In Hawaii, yeah. So my oh, but my good. school was in Portland, so I would fly. Oh. I would fly up to do classes, right? And then do my come back home and do my work, and then fly oh. up. You know, so I was doing that. Yeah. And um, so that was part of uh, and my my goal was always I wanted to do that because I knew that something happens in Hawaii. So if you send a pastor away to get trained in a lot of the churches in the seminaries in the mainland or something like that, the chances of them coming home and trying to readjust to being home is too hard. Oh. Cost of living is too much. Yeah. The culture is too much. And they've been out of Hawaii so much that, you know, like military kids coming in, they haven't yeah. gained the trust of anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be in Hawaii serving. And uh, that's what kind of led me to ministry. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. So at the church I was at, I, I did um, missions. I did so global missions. So Vietnam, Southeast Asia, wow. and then preaching. And then a lot of community, like leading teaching classes and small groups and then helping out with the youth, which I wasn't doing before, but we lost our youth leaders. I had to step in, hated it, bro. I hated youth ministry, ended up loving it later. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, eventually from there, after like nine years, um, they sent us out to plant last year. Wow. So been a decade in ministry now. Really? Yep. 10 wow. years. Yeah. It's been a blessing, man. So Jeez. now that's what I do now. Yeah. It flew by. Yeah. Man. But yeah, man, like I would never give it up for anything. Like yep. I love the ministry and yep. I love, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that, that there's a lot of wrong that churches have done in the name of Jesus for sure. But at yeah. the same time, most of the churches I know, most of the people I know that are Christians have nothing to do with any of that stuff, yep. you know? And um, I agree. So sharing the gospel with people, that's like just what I love. What I love to do, you know. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said you remind me of my father-in-law. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You remind, he, he I got to meet that guy. Yeah. Man. You'll love him. I got to meet I him. I think you guys have a lot in common. Yeah? He, he you, you remind me so much of him. That's, that's what I mean. Just, you know, being a young pastor. Because he was a young pastor at first. Mm. And then just his old, you know, himself, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I, I you, you, you. Feed off that good energy. You, even when I first came in the house, until now, like it's, I feel like I've known you. Oh man, I appreciate yeah, that. that. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like I've known you already before yeah. I even started the show. Hey, God is good. Yeah, man. that's good. Yeah, and I think there's something too, like, you know, like if we've been serving God. We we have the same spirit, right? So yeah. like, yeah. And there's got to be a unity there. Yep. You know, I agree. That I feel the same way. So. I'm thankful. Oh, Bro, how did you stumble across my video though? I saw you liked it. That's what made me message you. Um you you was when one of the the Usos. I think his last name's Maunga. Was it? Oh, you Alfred? I believe. Oh. Okay. You guys was talking about football. Oh, Matt. Stuff. Matt. Yeah. I own okay, yeah. I own Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the other video with the guy with the, the glasses. The glasses, the yeah. Al. 
Yeah, so I was watching both of those videos, and then I, I just started liking your posts. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, oh, bro, what? That's yeah. crazy, bro. Was, it meant so much to me yeah, that and you then, did and that. And then I, I followed you. Yeah. Because there's a lot of... I, I, I watch a lot of podcast shows, mm-hmm. and um, your your podcast show just caught my attention. And I, I just sat there, and I was watching all your videos, and then I watched your shows. I was like, dang, this is, this is a good podcast show. And I was telling my wife. And then you hit me up with a message is it oh so it'd be nice to have you on the show? Yeah, I was man. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Dude, I appreciate that. Yeah. Like so, when I saw you follow, I was like, dude, what? That's crazy. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And then I I heard about your church too. For real? Yeah. And then when I when they said you were the senior pastor at the church, I yeah. was like, Wow, he's so young. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, he's so young. He's already the senior pastor at this church. Yeah, yeah. That's what made it more impressive for me. No, yeah. God yeah. has been good, man. Like that's we good. we have our people in all the time. Yeah. And so like even this spot, like man, we we had prayed for for to be here, but mostly to host people, like you know, just to have people in our house and stuff. Beautiful. And home. so yeah, so beautiful home, man. man by like it was a uh, God's grace, man. My wife was an engineer at the time. <laughs> 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 no, not anymore. <laughs> oh, so you both do the church full time? No, my wife. My wife isn't. She's not full time. She helps lead worship for our church. So oh. she sings. So my wife is like the worship director for our church. Okay, my wife is too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they gotta okay. connect, man. Yeah. They gotta connect. So yeah, they do that together. And um, so yeah, that's what that's what we're doing. So we um, when we planted, my wife, my wife came on. She just started going back to work. She just started working from home. Okay. Doing some doing some like stuff for her engineering firm or yeah. construction management company she used to work for, but for for a while she was just home with the kids. Right. So she homeschools our kids, she homeschools them and then teaches them and stuff. And then wow. yeah, I'm just the principal. Oh. Yeah, so if they get if they get if they get out of control, bro, they right. come they come to my to office. office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they bring the ruler out. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's from my church, bro. That's a gift oh, okay. from my church. But, yeah. I was like, oh, Moses. No, 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 no. <laughs> Moses come here, come here, sheep. <laughs> but oh, yeah, man, man, it's been a blessing, dude. I got like yesterday I baptized my son, my, my oldest son. Oh, right. On. First time, man. It was crazy. It was yeah. like the highlight of my life. Yeah. The one that was downstairs playing Madden? The one I'm playing Madden. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. Okay. By the way, Tua, he's your favorite player. Yeah, Tua. He's, he loves you. He, yeah. You're his favorite player. He plays for Tua Squad. Tua Squad. Oh, okay. Ma Mausu is one of the coaches. Over oh, who's that? Um, Lafaele. Oh, for real? Yeah. 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 He's. I, he, I think he's one of the ones that started. Yeah, yeah. He's the. He's the. He's the guy that started. Yeah. Yeah. Law started it. Yeah, he's cool, so, man. Yeah. I like. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um. You Tua Squad. You guys. Support us a lot at the game. Do they? So yeah, big shout out to Tulsa. Hey, my father in law is always there. Yeah, He's always buying stuff. Yeah, 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 so big shout out to you guys. You yeah. guys are always supporting us. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing but love. I, I always tell Law that man, you guys are are so supportive of us. Bro, Law is hilarious, bro. He is. He's you know a why? Raider fan. I know. He's a Raiders <laughs> fan, bro. But the funniest part was when I first got to Tulsa Squad. Yeah, I was talking with Law and. I did uh, all the team photos. Like I just, hey man, I'll do the photos for all the team. Oh the yeah, kids. yeah, because it's expensive, right? Yeah. So I was like, I'll just do even it. the videos. I did some videos for the yeah. teams. Yeah, some videos. I saw that. Yeah. So, but then wow. I just uh, shot all the kids, all the thirteen teams. Yeah, and yeah. And then I said, um, I was like, bro, I was talking with him about it, and he was just we were chopping it up, and he goes, bro, when I started this, I, I was trying to be, you know, subtle. I didn't want nobody to know, you know, this is Samoans can do things good too, but, you know. Tour squad, man. They don't know what that is. I'm like, bro, I, I think everybody knows we're the Samoan team. <laughs> he goes, the, nobody the name, can see us. The name speaks for itself. Yeah, you know, like, Tour squad. He was like, Tour, what you think about? Who knows? But, you know, Tour Samoa. I was yeah. like, oh, I knew. <laughs> I, I, I made the connection. 
we're definitely Samoan, bro. <laughs> I was like, no one's surprised that we got a bunch of Samoans out here. Oh, um, tour all over the world. Yeah, I yeah. believe everybody knows everybody that Everybody knows Tour Squad. <laughs> yeah, we're Samoan team. You know? Right. Oh, bro. But yeah, that's cool, man. I, I do like uh, seeing that, though. Like, I like the community involvement. I do. Yeah. Like, I just... It's think, grown. Tour yeah, Squad's grown. It's huge, bro. It is. Yeah. I, I remember when you when they first started the team. And, yeah. and now, like, seeing it now, like, I see nothing but Tour Squad shirts and jerseys. Yeah. I'm like, wow. It's wow, just a cool really? branding, man. Yeah, they really did it. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, hat. Yeah. yeah. Let's get the hat right here. Man, I represent. Take it. Represent, bro. Yeah. I took the photos, got a hat. I loved it. <laughs> I was That's, like, bro, give me more. Right? I like the branding, though. Yeah. The branding matters, bro. Just like you. Yeah. Did you, is that your shirt? No, It's my shirt, but it's through one of the, the Usos that in Utah. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. So he helped me do my shirt. That's a so. sick shirt. Is that yeah. your logo? Yeah, that's my face. I hate it, bro. I like, you know, like, bro, they they did the extra long beard on you though. Yeah, I that time I had a long. Oh, beard. for real? Yeah, okay. So I trimmed my beard. No, that's sick though. Yeah, so that's sick, yeah, man. There's a lot. That's why I said there's a lot of um, Polynesian Samoan. A lot of them do apparels. Yeah, like shirts. Yeah, and they reach out to me, and uh, that that's what I love. I love to promote Samoan business owners or has, anybody. Has there ever been time when you had to turn people away? No. Oh, for real? No. Anybody that reaches out to me, I, I always try to promote their stuff and rock it in my videos. Yeah. So Tanoa, yeah. he ain't going. Uh, don't be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Tanoa, don't be I, scared. Yeah. Loud knows. Uso knows. Yeah. yeah I, I'd be happy to represent and promote Toil Squad. Oh, I meant Tanoa. Oh, Tanoa. Oh, yeah. Don't even be Tano's, afraid. They Tano. just, they're just scared of you. They're intimidated. Yeah. Tanoa. Yeah. They're intimidated. They don't. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, I don't know if he, he might. Hit us both of them. He both. might reject it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you can video the video that I'm promoting. I'll do that. I'll do know? photos. Whatever I gotta do to get a free shirt. Right. Times is hard. Oh man, bro, those shirts is nice though. They are. They feel good too. They feel good. Yeah. They feel good. Man. I got some Tano shirts. I gotta fit back into though. <laughs> My wardrobe is slightly smaller. I need now. to get some Tom Noah shirts. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, it's sick, man. But yeah, you got merch you sell too. Uh, yeah. Well, now we are. Mm. Yeah. So we just started doing shirts for myself. That's a clean shirt. Though. Yeah. So we're gonna start selling them. Where do you get that one from? This one's from uh, it's a his, his village made brand. His um from Utah. Oh, village made. Yeah, village made. Not brand. the village. I wish. Yeah. The vi- <laughs> But Village Made Brand, he's the one that does my shirts. We we collab. Bro, that's together. a nice like black. That's a nice shirt. Yeah, dang, black is my favorite. I'm color. not gonna feel the material, but it looks. Yeah, it feels <laughs> it just, good. Just, yeah, it feels good. It looks like it feels good. It does. Man. It does. Yeah. What you got going on the rest of the day? Uh, nothing much. Um, President's Day, you off? Yeah, yeah. So I I was excited to come on the show. I wanted to come on last week. Yeah. But uh, man, we had a little miscommunication. I know, bro. Yeah. Wait, I thought. I, th- I thought you, it was Thursday. Yeah, you said the fifteenth, but it was really on the fourteenth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, because I thought I thought I said Thursday. Thursday, I was teaching a class. I meant to say Wednesday. Oh, okay. I messed up, bro. Yeah, I felt so bad. Bro. No, it's all good. So today, yeah, I was just looking forward to doing the show. Yeah, were you at Cunha today? Or are you off completely? No, we're we're completely off okay. Today. Okay. So we remember we scheduled to come on at six, mm-hmm. but I wanted to get on the get get it started. I was excited. Yeah, it's That's good. That's why man. I hit you up. I can't come and come two o'clock, two thirty. It was perfect, bro. Not not all my kids wasn't home, bro. Oh, it okay. It's crazy when they're all home, though. Man, I so guess. six they would have been home. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, bro. I but know. these mics don't pick up too much, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. We probably would have been louder in here than out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro. I would love to just see like what kind of what 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 you do with your content, man. Because I'm like, man, I know that just producing content, I'm like, it's hard to scale. 
It is. It's hard to scale. But like like I was telling you, the, the, the most challenging part of doing it is is coming out with new content. Because um, every time I'm driving around or I'm somewhere and an idea comes into my head, I, I jot it down. Mm. And then I, I, I try to make uh, content out of it. Yeah. Yeah, so... Do you use like content like uh do you are you on YouTube as well? Yeah. I have a YouTube channel, uh Facebook, TikTok, uh Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You YouTube uh Yeah, trying to get the subscribers up there. <laughs> yeah. What do you got right now? 18,000. Dang. Yeah. Well, you monetized already? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That, I mean, that that's the good thing about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm getting paid to do yeah, videos. Yeah, you're getting paid to do videos. Yeah. That's the good thing about it. Yeah, but you got to trans. You're trying to translate your long form, your short form into long form. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Man, yeah. See, so something like that, I guess it would help if um there was a show that could I that know. could help like uh, facilitate that. Yeah, because short form and long form is like uh, it's two different types of communication. No, right, right. Man, that that's what I mean. That that would be so awesome if there was a show for local content creators. Cause I I think the brother show is 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 a good example. Because mm-hmm. they came far, they came a long way. Yeah, yeah. Tony Silva just kind of extending the skits, right? Like yeah, extending the skits, being right. able to have full stories, right? And work with the local content creators, mm-hmm. fe- feature them into their yeah. shows. Because they were on OC sixteen back in the day. Yeah, now they're Spectrum TV. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. So I wonder if something something like that could happen. Yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of local shows that that are still on that's been on for the longest. Yeah. Like they haven't really brought out any new shows, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I always look forward to the brothers. That's yeah. pretty much it on OC sixteen. Bro, I wonder. Yeah, YouTube. I, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, um, how you can uh, how you can start creating long form on YouTube. I, I'm interested in talking about that. Just seeing just seeing it happen because I, I haven't seen that happen. I know that with comedians in Hawaii, they they tend to like start a podcast or something like that. Yeah. It has to be kind of a separate thing from their their short form. Oh, okay. That's what I've seen. There, there's a lot of podcast shows. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot coming up. And I think the reason is because it, it gives a little bit behind the scenes. Oh, okay. And stuff like that. But yeah. but that's all I'm seeing. So there has to be some other way to, you know, besides just podcasting. Right. I wonder. You know. That's true. Maybe though. That's what you got. Maybe you got to think of the ideas off camera. You know. <laughs> Hmm. You're putting ideas, yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> just, I don't know. I just be thinking about content all day, just like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know that now that me and you have met, you know, if you ever need to collab with anything, I'm your guy, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate you know, that. And I, you got my support um, with your ministry, your your content podcast show, whatever it is, yeah. whatever. If you need anything, acting, actor, promoter, you know, whatever. You, I'm, I'm your guy, man. Yeah. You know. Uh, you're my cousin, man. Oh, we related, bro. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but for real though. Yeah, for real though. I'd I, I'd be happy to work with you. Man. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, bro. Because been... uh, pe- people that do your kind of field of work, I, I admire that. You know, a videographer, because uh, you know, having a, l- a little bit of experience with my church doing media, that that's how I feel in love and to doing content. Because mm-hmm. I, I I like recording. I like being behind and in front of the camera. And you know, like, like I mean, if you if you need anything that has to do with video collabing, just let me know, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yep. yep. My church is trying to figure out how to do it too, because I take all the photos. 
You're, you're probably so, the best guy to teach that. No, so I'm taking all the photos, right? Yeah. So in all the church photos we post on our social media, I'm not in it. Oh, <laughs> get it, get it. Like, but I, I see your there. sermons too. You're, you're 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 recording yourself. You're doing all that. Yeah. Well, we got a so like um, there's one guy, our sound guy. Yeah. Bro, he's bro the best sound guy on the island, bro. Like I'm so thankful that right. he's um I'm so thankful he's a part of our church. So his wife is our or is our exec at our church. Oh, okay. So we so she's a uh, home run record Kelly Elms. She's legit. Kelly yeah, Major. she was on your show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. Kelly, she's uh, she does all the softball commentary. What? Yeah, she's excellent. She she's the one that what's her name? Um, the girlfriend Campbell, Oklahoma tied. Her yeah, record. yeah, yeah. That was her record. What? Yeah. So and then her husband is the um, strength coach at UH. Yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, he's our sound guy as well. Excellent, bro. He's unreal. But he like sets up the live streaming equipment now. So all the cameras and all that, he sets it up for wow. us. Wow. And then we live stream it um to wow. YouTube. And then the hard part we're trying to figure out is how we cut it up because people don't understand that too. Like cutting up stuff takes time and it's more time than I have, you know? It's a lot. Do, do you do all the editing? I cut up the, yeah, I cut yeah. up the stuff. And then at the same time, you got to do your podcast. Yeah, so. so the hard part is right now, the reason my podcast, I'm not more episodes in is because I do have to focus on just right now, the way I provide for my family is through helping other people. Right. And so I need to take those things, take precedent, you know? Yeah. And then priority, what comes, priority. what comes last is actually my podcast, which okay. my hope is that this will be a part of the ministry. I think one thing I love is hearing people's stories. I love hearing like just talking with people. And, um, I think that, I think that a lot of times like the emphasis in the church is like the pastor and like, I'm always preaching. I'm always, my church always hears from me, yeah, yeah. but if they can hear from other people they you know, that'll be cause God, my dad, like I said, he raised me in the church, but he's been an electrician my whole life almost, you know? And so I've seen somebody follow Jesus that doesn't look like what it looks like for a pastor to follow Jesus. Right. You know, it's a completely different life. He don't wake up. He's waking up at 4 a.m. to beat traffic, to go to work, you know? Right. He don't have the time to wake up. And like, you know, sometimes the pastors be like, you got to wake up and he spend that hour in the word, you know? Like, he can't do that like I can do that right yeah. now. You know, that's part of my life. So I do think like hearing from other people is helpful for our church and stuff like that. So... Like my thing is, I'm 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 a husband. I'm I'm a follower of Jesus, and my main thing before my podcasting for anything else, I'm a pastor of my church. You know, yeah, yeah. and so everything Much that I'm doing has to that. support like the ministry and not take away from it. Yep. And so part of that is like eventually I want to not have to do the other work I'm doing and focus on this and and the church and stuff like that. So, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But like if everything else went and the Lord said shut the podcast down, focus just on the church. Um, that's what we're willing to do. Like, that's that's like I love my people. I love our church. Yep. And I told our church before we started, we were a small group of small families, and I just told them like, if our church never grew, and we were faithful to God, and we just shared the gospel and loved each other and cared for the people around us, that's success. Yep. You know, I agree. And so that's what that, I hope. that's what I mean. You remind me so much of my father in law because the business was he was doing that full time and being a pastor, and. He loved the church and the church members so much mm -hmm. that he left being full-time business owner yeah. to doing the church full-time. Mm -hmm. So that's why he went to Samoa. So, you know, it's funny you said that because I, I totally understand. Yeah. yeah, Totally understand. Yeah, if yeah. I ever had to flip all this and just focus on the church yep. and God said to do that and yep. made that clear, yeah, easy, not even a problem. Yep. My wife and I are willing totally to do whatever yep. to serve the Lord and, right not, and at the same time not sacrifice we, I don't mean idolize the church. I don't mean sacrifice my kids, my kids, my kids in my home and the primary, yep. you know? Yep. So if it came down to the church, I always tell like guys that want to be pastors this, you know I said? If you, if you, um, 
if you take care of the church, if you pursue the church at the expense of your family, then you lose both of them because your family, like your family, God literally says, if you manage your household well, you can go be an elder, yep. a pastor of the church. Yep. So you focus on just the church and you don't manage your household. You ain't be, you ain't, you lose both of them. Yep. But well if you, if you pursue your family at the expense of the church, you will lose the church. That's right. But you still got your family. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, well and Christ said. already died for his church. He don't need you, pastor, out there dying for your church. Yep. Yep. He already did that. Die for, lay your life down for your wife. Love right. her first, you know? Right. And so that's the thing. Like, my hope is, like, I communicate that to our people and communicate. And that means that our church not going to be doing a lot of big things all the time or events or things like that. But husbands will be loving their wives and wives will be respecting their husbands. Yep. And we're going to raise kids and the kids will never see the church as an idol. You know, like, our hope is... That they'll always feel like my dad never did the church stuff at, at my expense. Oh, you know? Okay. Yep. So well said. Well that's said. my hope, man. Well but yeah, said, I appreciate yeah. you jumping on man. all of that. Honor is mine, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. But let's figure out how we could do this thing, bro. This yeah. content. <laughs> I know. We shut the cameras off first. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Right on. I appreciate so, you. Thank you. Oh, man.